office to you all because I am back in the UK. I have traversed the oceans. I've traveled the world to be right back here with you guys. I hope you've had a tremendous 10 days while I've been away. I know you've all been up to one thing in particular. Well, most of you have, which is being in a queue. <laughs> That's what most of you have been spending your time doing, I'm sure. Hola, senor, to you all indeed. Uh, as we have drama time back on your screens right now, and it is the classic edition because, of course, some of the things you guys have been realizing about classic, about being on one server, even with layering, is you're starting to bump into the same people. You're starting to recognize names. People are starting to matter again. You're doing quests. You're seeing the same guy you saw 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes minutes ago the day before he's in the same dungeon i remember this guy this guy fucking sucks this guy fucking sucks and on that note one of the most important things that we have to manage today as we do drama time is i need to keep myself online so i have world of warcraft on my other screen remind me in between stories i need to keep my character online i'm not account sharing please don't report me okay because we had our own drama, of course. If you missed it or you weren't following, I was in Las Vegas, Nevada with the Method Boys as we presented the classic launch for ten, uh, like nine days, I think, something like that. Uh, and it was uh, it had its own dramas going along with it. I apologize for the condition of our chatters for those of you who tried to tune into it because they were awful, awful people, a lot of them. Uh, the vast majority of was not nice people. Which very much uh, dragged down the fun of the event, especially when I was casting and I liked to communicate with you guys. Uh, I did my best to kind of sway it, but it's hard work for some of those guys. It is very, very hard work, so unfortunate there. Uh, you might need to reset. It's sometimes when I mute and unmute that the audio feels out of sync. It's something that happens quite a lot when we move to the screen. Uh, can you log out or keep or keeping my spot? It's not me. It's somebody else. It's not me. I'm moving my character now. I'm <laughs> moving my character now. Uh, so that is what's happening there. Um... Other than that, I have some stuff to give away, so pay attention to YouTube over the next few days. I have three of these wonderful things to give away. These things sent by Blizzard. Thank you, Blizzard. Uh, these World of Warcraft Classic Celebration Pack things. They're very cool. Uh, they have in them these four orbs. Uh, I'm only removing one because I have to give this away, but it has like an Eye of Cthulhu in there. Ooh. It has an Eye of Cthulhu, an Eye of Sulfurus, uh, an Orb of Domination, and an Orb of Naxxramas. Uh, and it also has key rings and a mouse pad. That's the original map of Azeroth. All this kind of stuff. So I'm, I'll give it away on TDPs. Uh, like we usually do our giveaways. So I'll do it on the TDPs. Oi, 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 oi. So we'll give it away there and then. Now, as less anonymity is happening across the game, my drama inbox is full of classic stories. Literally from the last week. So in celebration of classic coming out... Uh, I'm level 21, for those of you asking. I got to start playing yesterday. I did not play at all while I was in Vegas because my family was there and I would have just ignored them completely. Uh, all these moments are happening. So, once again, live audience. And I apologize to our YouTube audience who doesn't get to take part in this stuff. Your judgment is required because one thing that is definitely back... Am I a ninja... <laughs> one thing that is definitely back in the game and i for one i'm thankful for is uh if we take the good of recognizing our friends if we take the good <laughs> guilty to here okay so i should point this out for those of you who don't get to catch the live streams we do miss you uh the legacy of zahir 
uh, is something you're probably going to hear about for the next little while, as it has become quite an exceptional meme. So I will explain the story of Zahir for anybody who wasn't here. That's Z A Z A H I R. Zahir or somebody hacked my Spotify while I was live on stream. Uh, but didn't change any of the details. It just kept changing my Spotify to now listening on Zahir's phone. <laughs> so uh, Zahir was uh, happily listening to Pitbull. <laughs> he was rocking that Pitbull tune uh, while I had to reset all my stuff and get my account back. So Zahir, if you're out there, I'm sorry you, for whatever reason, can't afford your Spotify premium. I hope you worked that out. I hope you didn't pay somebody for a Spotify account. Uh, so you can have that uh, just to listen to Pitbull. And I hope and pray wherever you are that you're finding access to Pitbull in some way. I'm sorry that it cannot be through my Spotify account. We're really sorry for you. We did play Pitbull on the intro today in celebration of you uh, and your little journey there. But <clears throat> let's go with this. We don't need any names for this one. Zahir Ninja the Spotify account, he did. As well as, if you check the clips from today, a squirrel... <laughs> leapt off my neighbor's roof and crash landed into my window i assume because i do keep the windows clean he thought he could travel through it uh and quite literally leapt belly first into my window and then slid down it (laughs) It i don't think he was suicidal i think he thought he could land on the wood and just completely like face planted into my window while I was streaming. I have never seen anything like that in my entire life, but it was pretty fucking hilarious because the thud scared me, and then I saw a squirrel sliding down my window uh, before it ran away. The squirrel is fine, from what I can tell. Mm, a whole different type of ninja. Yes, indeed. Okay. <clears throat> so loot matters in Classic. You may have noticed this. You have probably started to realize how much more appreciative you are of getting that sweet drop even if you're say i don't know level 30 level 20 whatever you are getting that sweet drop is an item you're probably going to have for the next 10 levels because it's that goddamn good and therefore a lot of people like to farm those specific items some in question are more obvious ones i'm sure if i was to say scarlet monastery armory many of you could probably reel off even if they're not items that are good for you some of the items that are coveted by the people who visit that dungeon regularly. We can see already the Ravager, Herod's Shoulder. Yes, yes indeed. These kind of items are things that... Show, <laughs> they've already started. That Shaman loot, right? That Shaman loot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the Shaman Shaman loot, my friends. Nope, it's Warrior loot. It is, of course, Warrior loot in all cases. It's Warrior loot. <laughs> so, uh, let's begin with this little story here. Hunter loot. <laughs> it's Hunter loot. Hello, Preacher, and your chat. I am writing this from the great state of Georgia over in USA. I hope the hurricane and stuff is fine. I know Mr. Bay was stuck in Vegas for two days after I left uh, because planes couldn't get him back to Florida, unfortunately, because there's a hurricane going on over there. So uh, I hope everything's fine with you. And I hope you're all enjoying classic like I am. I know the tales of the Ninja Looter, but being from modern World of Warcraft... I had never really been affected by ninja looting before. Yeah, it's not really a thing anymore. It kind of died away with Blizzard taking that Care Bear, cuddly, fuzzy approach to it where, you know, it's all personal loot. It's all tradable and everything's worthless. So you can trade it away and it's not that big of a deal. Uh, You know, that kind of stuff. We could scrap it into something worth three gold. Woohoo. Well, well, I joined a group that was doing Scarlet Monastery Armory. Mm -hmm. And I was a level 34 warrior. 
Hmm. They said they were looking for one more for their dungeon. I said, I'll go. I'll DPS. But before they would accept me, they gave me certain rules. They said that certain items they wanted dibs on. Does everybody know what dibs is? I assume that this guy's from Georgia and still uses the words dibs. I always thought it was a UK term, so I assume everybody pretty much knows what dibs is. Uh, dibs, of course, is reserving the loot. In case you don't know, if someone calls dibs, they are reserving it. I call dibs on Herod's shoulder. I call dibs on the Ravager. I am calling dibs right now. I don't know where. I don't know what the origin of that word is. I really have no idea, but it's it's been a thing in the UK for a long time. It's glad, glad to see it's over in the US. We're calling dibs. Now, in this group was a paladin tank, a retribution paladin, a holy paladin, and a mage. And uh, I had played with Dan. Uh, I had played with the mage the night before in the graveyard. So we're recognizing names now. It's no longer mage. It's the person. I am sure you can guess what they wanted to call dibs on. Now, you probably can't, actually. But it was the very coveted Scarlet Leggings, which I've never seen drop, even on the beta when we did lots of armory. I never saw the legs drop. Uh, And the helmet, okay? So they're reserving two items. They're calling dibs on two things. I agreed. Sure, why not? I just want to get the dungeon done, he says. And off I went. So we easily go through the armory. And I notice that many greens are dropping. Good greens. Now that's rare, isn't it? That's a return for farm. Good greens. Good greens are dropping. I even saw some braces drop that had 8 strength, 7 stamina. Mm. <laughs> oh, baby. Look at those. Look at those green braces. Eight strength, seven stamina. Rub my balls and call me Shirley. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, and I needed them, so I rolled need. So the the paladin tank needed as well. And also needed on other braces that dropped that had intellect. I didn't care that much, but I was annoyed. So, we make it. And then we go to the cathedral. It was a tad slower, and I was sort of carried. I died once because I took aggro on one of the monks, but all I did was cleave once and put Rend up. But the tank never managed to get him off me, and blamed me for my death. There is a reason. (laughs) There is a reason. Does anybody know the reason? (laughs) Why the paladin tank probably couldn't get it back? Does anybody know? (laughs) If you don't know... Uh, Paladin tanks have no taunts. <laughs> Fucking classic. Oh, yeah. Well, I like Blizzard deciding the spell. Do you think we should give prop pallies a taunt? Nah. <laughs> They'd be okay. <laughs> Why would they need taunt? After all, it's a crappy tank spell. <clears throat> it's a crappy tank spell. <clears throat> I even used a potion and ran around like a chicken with my head cut off. So we kill the last boss. And the juicy, juicy pants dropped oh boy what to do there they are and it turns out they're really really good i accidentally here's the key word here i accidentally rolled need and i won (laughs) 
<laughs> sure. Accidentally hit the need button. Oops. I did an oopsie doopsie. Uh-oh. I accidentally rolled need and I won. Only by like two. So, I mean, that means it's better, right? If I'd won by a lot, then I could see their problem. But honestly, I only rolled... I only won by like two. Who gives a fuck how many you won by? Both the paladins, both from the same guild, lost their fucking minds. Like a good person I am. He's really defending himself here. Like a good person I am, I said sorry and that I forgot about dibs. Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> I forgot about dibs. I forgot. To which they responded, go and fuck myself. They say I'm an asshole, and they were the first people to put me on ignore in my classic experience. The mage said nothing at all. Nothing at all. Of course he didn't. The mage don't give a fuck. The mage don't give a fuck. Now, they were so angry that one of the paladins decided to whisper someone in my guild demanding to speak to an officer. As a guild, a conversation broke out. <laughs> it's where it's getting serious. Officers, it's where it's getting serious. And they decided they would not respond anything. The person they messaged decided to have fun with the paladin instead. They tried to get me kicked from the guild and claiming I would be blacklisted, which now actually means something. You really don't want to end up blacklisted. Are you going to get blacklisted for some scarlet pants in SM Armory? Only by like two people, those paladins, most likely, but that's about it. But you never know. Blacklisting can affect you later in life if you try and join their guild. They will remember this moment and it might come in to kick you in the ass later down the line. I have seen that happen. Poor Ben Dog. <clears throat> I forgot to mention that the two paladins had already got both pairs of Herod's shoulders and one of them already had the pants. And if I'm not mistaken, one of them already had the helmet. So I think they were being greedy by calling dibs. Yeah, really greedy. They've been farming this loot for a while. Greedy bastards. They also claim to have been doing Scarlet Monastery for two full days chasing down these items. So I put it to your chat. Am I a ninja looter? Even though I needed the pants? Or is it not that big of a deal? Sorry for the bad writing, but this is my first drama time. Uh, the answer... No, okay. Devil's Advocate... Okay, there's a mix. 50-50. So, depending on who your judge is on the day, you might get away with this. But the answer is... Yes, you are a ninja looter. Because you agreed not to take those items. I bang my gavel. Justice served. You are a ninja looter. You agreed that that was dibs. You agreed on dibs. And dibs is a binding contract. I don't know if you know this. Dibs is a binding contract. You joined that group with full knowledge that Dibs had been called. This is like calling shotgun in a car. Once shotgun is called, shotgun has been decided. It's as simple as that. Okay? Dibs is sacred. Will it matter? It might matter. 
it genuinely might matter this is why this doing these stories of classic is so fun it's just a simple case in bfa no one would give a shit right no one would give a shit but it might matter later down the line because they will fucking remember your name i guarantee it they will remember your fucking name they will have you on ignore it could be a year down the line that you end up in a situation where those guys are there and they're like why do i have this guy on ignore Oh shit, it's that guy who ninjaed the pants in Scarlet Monastery. And that's when it will come back. So it might come back and bite you in the ass. Maybe, maybe. But for now, enjoy your pants. And that's the decision. That is the decision. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to our story. So be careful, I'm just pre-warning you. For those of you who've been BFA coddled, well not even BFA coddled, coddled since when? Oh, a long time now. For those of you who have been coddled for so long... Be aware, being a field douche nozzle can actually come back and bite you in the fucking ass now. Especially if you're playing classic. Something you might want to bear in mind. Sometimes it actually works out in your favor, depending on your guild. Uh, if your guild enjoys this kind of stuff, it might actually do you some good. Uh, okay, let's get Reggie from our Patreons. Lovely Reggie. Alright. Who's playing mage in classic? What are you annoyed by already? <laughs> Who's playing a mage in Classic? I know there are many people playing a fucking mage. What's bugging you already? Yeah? Water, please. <laughs> water and bottles. Give water drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop asking me for food. <laughs> Stop asking me for food, please. Oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. I'll preach you. This is my second story I've submitted to you. And it was a joy to hear you read my other one. If you remember, it was the newbie hunter who wore stamina gear because his brother told him it was the most important stat. Anyways, Classic has launched recently. And I had an interesting short encounter in Hillsbrad Foothills. Now, mages, there are plenty of there are plenty of classic mages in this stream, so I'm gonna need to gauge your response to this. So here I was. I'm doing the quest Battle for Hillsbred which has you going into a farm and killing its farmers and farmhands. I play a mage, and as you all know, mages can make food and water. This Toran shaman, Reggie, invites me to a group. At first, I think it's to help with the quest, right? At first, I think it's to help with a quest. To get credit for killing a named mob or just help with a few mobs he was fighting. He was near me and I saw him and assisted him in killing the mobs he was in combat with. Once combat had finished though, he walks up to me and he says, Water, P-L-Z. So, I then started to produce water for him, draining my mana bar as I did. And as I did, I said, Three silver. To which he replied, XD. Now, while you guys debate this, my wife's just got home and she hasn't got a key to the house. I'm just going to let her in. I want your mage's judgment on this. Okay. 
Mage's Judgment. It's a power play. Two gold or nothing. Three silver. This guy is a saint. Two cheap increased price. <clears throat> so. I then started to make the water for him. And as I did, I said three silver. To which he replied, XD. Well, I made him a full stack of water. I opened the trade window. Plopped it in. He accepts the trade. I do not. Now it becomes a game of chicken. (laughs) Ten seconds we stand in silence. (laughs) Until he spoke up. Really? Question mark. To which I throw back. A man's got to make some money. He angrily responded, what in the fuck is this? This is not a water economy. (laughs) We're starting a water economy. I need my Mount Gold. (laughs) He proceeded to leave the group, spit on me, and walk away. Now, I am a petty bitch. I will accept that. I'm a petty bitch. So I decided to start whispering him. Actually, (laughs) I love that this starts this way. Actually, a full stack of tier three water. I mean, it's a sales pitch at this point. It's a sales pitch. Actually, a full stack of tier three water, okay, for three silver is a steal compared to what you'd pay at the vendors. I'm just letting you know, this crystal clear glacial water, this really produced from the finest magics Dalaran has to offer compared to a vendor water is a really good price he respond I've already found another mage who just gave me 35 waters for free now I don't know I mean who's charging for water I know I bet you guys aren't charging for water is it Voss water he's <laughs> hustling to win Ooh, Hellstones for Water's a good GG. <laughs> for free, I am. Are you all charging? Oh my god, call the bluff. We're charging for water. Oh my god. I, can't, I don't think I can ever charge anybody for water. I said, oh, good deal. But not everybody would be as kind in the future. And he shouldn't expect to get things for free. He then made a wild assumption about me, which really made me angry. He responded. Now picture like eagles and shit flying past me. I, Reggie, shaman of the horde, literally, literally help everyone I come across by throwing a heel, helping them fight mobs. And you, Arthur, you do not. You, Arthur, only care about money that's it he's just in it for the money that's why he rolled a mage he made a mage just for all that money for them he might only three silvers that guy's racking up every day quite literally making it rain yeah he's just pissing water all over fucking azeroth just making it rain big money big money now it annoyed me because that is not true ladies and gentlemen you might think me a hard man for charging for my water but it is not true and here is his defense. I am actually, actually, 
very helpful to the people of Azeroth whenever I see them in tight spots. Sometimes I use Frost Nova. Sometimes I sheep things. Hell, I even helped that guy, Reggie, with a mob when he invited me. It's a bit of a weak argument. Is that sometimes you frost over shit, and when after you joined a group, you helped the guy in the group kill the enemies? <laughs> That's a bit of a weak fucking argument. I'm not gonna lie. That's a bit of a piss poor argument while you're charging for your water, which I disagree with. If you want my uh, stance on it, disagreeing with the water. He then replied by calling me greedy, greedy mage trash and blocked me. About 10 minutes later, though, the story does not end because this, of course, there is no phasing. We are all part of the same world. 10 minutes later, we bump into each other once again. He sees me. He walks over to me. And then he tries to alpha me. He repeats the action of taking a drink, immediately standing up and drinking again. He roughly did this around 15 times. Power play. Right? Battle play. <laughs> yeah, it's all this is about Mage War. This is the shit that's going on in Classic. What a power play. I don't think he even realized that he was wasting his free handout water by doing this. But since I could no longer communicate... Oh, the game kicked me out. Since I could no longer communicate, I spam slash lol at him over and over... And spam circled him while creating more water myself. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> See, sat in the middle, making water, <laughs> making water while the other guy circles him, drinking the water. <clears throat> I decided I could do something else though. I had spam created so much water. That I ran around finding players to trade them water. On the condition that if they saw Reggie, they would call him a bitch. <laughs> to which two of them actually did. It made me laugh so hard to see this going on. <laughs> Later that day, he sees me again. <laughs> he carries on. We're in the open world. He sees me again. Where do you think it goes next? Right? Where do you think it goes next? There's only one way to finish this. There's only one real way to finish this. He walks up to me. Throws down a duel. He's got a duel. He's got a duel it out. Mano a mano. It's the only way to settle this mage water situation. Yeah, we're going fucking big. We're going fucking big. In my brain, my first thought was, how can I get this guy to run into some mobs? Before the duel started, though, as he didn't think I would accept, he was jumping around and he backpedaled into three mobs. Immediately, I clicked accept duel. I beat him while the mobs were wailing on him, and he died. (laughs) Preacher, I'm not kidding when I say I laughed my fucking ass off. I nearly winded myself. I have yet to bump into Reggie ever again. It's just my little short story of classic already off to a good start. Keep up the content and I'll see you again. 
and he sent us a little picture of his mage waving. So if you bump into this mage out in the open world asking for three silver, I'm just telling you, you guys better watch out. You guys better watch out because this guy is not fucking joking when he says he wants his pay up. <laughs> pay up. Pay up, motherfucker. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys get into some shit. You really, really do. Okay, the next one isn't actually... Cl- uh, oh, I have. Okay, let's do this one. This classic story. Uh, because it's so well written. But this is more of a nice well, nice tale written by somebody who I assume is into major RP. Hello? Hi. Hi. Are the boys okay? They're in bed. Yep. Are they exhausted? No, they've been absolutely... Oh, uh, let's see. Bad behaved boys. Does anybody know who Snarlmane is? Snarlmane. The Nightmare... This is entitled The Nightmare of Snarlmane. It's definitely written by somebody who's in the RP world. So it's going to get real epic. Uh, I did move my character. I had to log him back in. They've got this new... If you don't know, Blizzard have implemented this new technology... They've got some new tech that I think if you are in a building and you don't leave the building or something, that they still disconnect you to stop people just jumping and staying online. There we go. Uh, We need uh, Thomas and Dina. Yes, it is a cat rare. Yes, it is. All right, so this is more of an epic tale. Are you ready? This is our epic tale for the day. Uh, I'm not sure how it works. Yeah, it can, it's the, the new tech is really just to stop people who have bought like... Um, uh, I've seen some ingenious things. I'm sure you're, you guys have as well of people stopping themselves going AFK. The best one I'd seen is uh, one of them fans. You know, a desk fan that moves and it kept moving the mouse backwards and forwards while they were working around. And then they also had something wedged on the space bar. So it was like turning and jumping and all that kind of stuff while the guys went to work. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. The Nightmare of Snarlmane. So this is it's going to be a bit more epic than anything else. It all began one night when I was in the sepulcher. It was around 1.30am and I had just picked up a quest to travel to Fenris Isle as a level 16 mage. I believe it was the one where I had to gather Gnarl Icker to find out what gave them life. As I made my way there, dodging the rampaging scourge of Ravenclaw, I made my way across the lake. When I arrived on the isle, I began killing off a couple of Gnarl patrols outside the keep gates. I had to be very careful of attracting more than one as they posed quite a threat, especially as they were undead and I was unable to polymorph them. Not long after, a warlock shows up, who I would come to know as Thomas. Thomas and I arrived at the same time by the keep gates, but it became apparent that we faced a different boss, and that boss is crippling social anxiety. We did not speak We did not group up. Instead, we formed a system. We would kill one Gnarl at a time each, allowing the other to tag it and get the XP. And then the other would tag and they would both do it. What are you doing? Just, 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 just make a fucking group. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) If we just make a fucking group, we don't need to work our system. I know. Just make a fucking group. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It wasn't until we arrived at the small stairs leading to the keep entrance where I asked him if he was also intending to go into the keep. 
both stood at the door. Uh, this might sound strange, but uh, are you going in here? Because we've been here for like 10 minutes, like just working our way towards the door. Are you going inside? Yeah, I'm going in. I'm going in. He answered that yes, yes, indeed, he was going into the keep, and I invited him to a group. Before we entered, the conversation began to flow. He asked me if I had picked up the talking head quest, which I replied, oh, yes, I have. He suggested he knew the roots of the quest. And we'd locate the stables, do this first, and conveniently, the follow-up quest required us to enter the keep to find a hidden niche. As we entered the keep, we decided to turn left, and in front of us stared a gnoll with its dead eyes. I pulled it with a frostbolt, and the warlock sent its voidwalker to disrupt and dispatch it. As I slowly walked further in to try and spot any danger, ambushed we were! Four gnolls appeared as if from nowhere, both in front and to the side. They attacked us relentlessly, and while we managed to kill two of them without the ability to use our CCs, we got demolished by the remaining forces. Spurred on, we decided to get our game face going. Onwards, we made our way back to our corpses. As we recovered from the death, we decided to be a bit more mindful of how we infiltrated this keep. We killed off the two gnolls to our left first and then safely pulled the ones in front of us. Now we had a clear way towards the stairs. Pulling one by one as we climbed all the stairs, we saw a rather nasty group of three gnolls up ahead and as we were devising a plan, one of the gnolls decided to randomly walk away from the safety of his allies. Realising this, we struck! Utterly destroying the gnoll and jumping on his buddies. They stood no chance. Once more we turned left and up the towers to the roof. So far, so good. And at the roof, we discuss where this hidden niche might be. However, as we begin our search in one of the towers, we see him. The terrible monster. The walking nightmare. Snarlmane. A whopping level 23 rare elite stood two stairs down the tower alongside the side of a level 18 brute gnoll. We picked off one of the gnolls further up and decided to try and take him down. However, Snarlmane showed no mercy he destroyed myself as he kept resisting the void walker's torment my frost nova and frost bolts to no effect thomas tried hard to get him off me but no chance and right after he feared thomas to pieces we realized we needed a plan and on our way back i on our way back i suggested we could send in the void walker first Kill off the level 18 and run back up to the roof. Resummon the Voidwalker and pray to the RNG that he doesn't resist the Frostnova while he resummons. Then hope the Voidwalker gains aggro and try to kill him off. It sounds good. Thomas, let's do it. Phase one of the plan worked wonders, but later we found problems. Snarlmane resisted the Novas. He resisted the Frostbolts and destroyed me before Thomas could resummon the Voidwalker. Try number three. This time I learned something that I had no idea of. Having first played WoW during the Burning Crusade era, I now learned that apparently Health Funnel does generate threat. Yes, it does. And it was apparently much higher than that of the Voidwalker. I tried helplessly to slow Snarlmane, but he resisted six frostbolts in a row as the Voidwalker flapped his hands, but to no avail. Snarlmane was determined to kill Thomas and then myself. As we run back once more following the deaths, I ask Thomas if he happens to have wool cloth and maybe a fine thread. If he did, I could craft both myself and him a pair of two-inch, two-spirit gloves. 
that might even the odds a bit. He tells me that he does not have a fine thread on him. He does have the wool. And suggest maybe, maybe we can make something later. I check through my tailoring log and I see that I can also craft one inch one stam gloves. Replacing his white ones. A big upgrade for our little party. We res back up at the roof. He gave me the wool and I made some bolts. At the same time, he said that he needed to get some shards before we could even attempt another pull. At which point, I fat-fingered my S-key on my spacebar and fell off the roof to my death. At least Thomas was laughing his ass off as I felt like a dipshit. But I luckily killed myself close to the roof. And walked my ass back while he farmed shards for our next attempt at Snarlmane. We can do this. We get Snarlmane low around 15%. The Voidwalker falls and begins chasing Thomas. Thomas manages to put both Immolate and Agony on Snarl before he eventually dies. Snarl comes for me, resisting Frostbolt after Frostbolt. And I think to myself, Nova's almost here. Just kite and live. Please do not resist this Nova. Snarlmane is at 5%. Frost Nova's cast. Resist. Snarlmane kills me and he resets. I don't think I've ever been so determined to kill a rare or heck even a boss for that matter as I was right now. We can do this. Thomas agreed this is our moment. But now there is another problem. We've all been there ladies and gentlemen. Balls deep into the nitty gritty. The one problem we can't escape. The most cliche of problems that could possibly occur at a time like this. Thomas's daughter needs a bath. For me, it's 2.45 a.m. And for him, it's daughter bath time. I can't believe it. Our moment is robbed of a snarling kill by a ganking daughter craving to be cleansed. But it's okay. I tell him it's all good. And if it's okay, we should add each other and become friends. Perhaps we can resume questing at a later time. Perhaps Snarlmane awaits us in the future. Who knows? He agrees, and as he's about to log out, I ask him to wait one moment. Stop right there. Before you go, friend, I craft him the two-int, two-spirit gloves with my one fine thread. Thank you, friend, as he logs out. I proceed to Hearthstone, to the Undercity, for the time... Of the res sickness I now have. I go to the vendor. Buy my own fine thread. Craft my own two stam. Two spirit gloves. As I fly back to the sepulchre. I decide. Where to go next. I notice that with the quests I have. It makes sense to continue in Amber Hill. I have the quest to collect pendants. So off I go. After being there for maybe five minutes or so. I run into Dina. A rogue. She asked me, Do I want to group? It'd be easier and faster if we did this together. And I agree, although I'm not sure how much help it is, when Dina insists that the best way for her to help me is to use throw weapon instead of actually doing melee DPS. She says she fears that if she goes into melee, she could body pull some of the other mobs. So while I DPS them down as a mage, 
I see her just stood next to me throwing weapons. <laughs> it's not a big deal. We're both a bit over the level of these mobs, so we manage. And coming from them undead gnarls, I'm so relieved that Polymorph is useful to us again. After done with the quest, Dina asks that we go back to the sepulchre. She's got full bags. We pick up a new quest afterwards, the Weaver. But it's still red for both of us. I suggest we could go back to ba Pyrewood Village. I was excited to do the two quests I had there because I had never been in an elite questing hub in Classic where it actually mattered. And after dealing with Snarlmane, I knew it was the challenge I wanted. We agree. The two of us are going elite hunting. As we arrive by the eastern gates of Pyrewood Village, Thomas comes back online. He immediately messages me. Hello, friend. How's it going? I tell him we're about to venture into Pyrewood with Dina, a new friend. Would you like to join us? He agrees. An incoming to Pyrewood. We dispatch the first guard standing in front of the gates with no issue. We walk in carefully and notice a group of guards to our left. Avoid them. They look a bit scary. We follow the right side and pick off a guard. And then I suggest that we should clear out the nearby blacksmith. So we have a safe retreat in case things go bad. This was a terrible idea. Ten seconds into the fight inside the blacksmith, we're blindsided. A patrol, three guards, all elite, coming from the inner town. We got destroyed, not a bone left amongst us, and proceed to walk back to the town as corpses. I apologize, but both reassure me it's fine. This is an elite area. It's all good. We'll try again. This time we decide we should avoid the blacksmith and its patrols, and instead we'll wait. We'll wait here for the patrol to return from the town. We kill the three and continue in. We know we have to find an inn. I suggest I believe it is along the right side of the village. However, when we make it there, I realize at this point that the human buildings actually have two different types of inn architecture. Bastard. I have played this game since the Burning Crusade era and I never knew of such different architecture. I'm thinking Taran Mill and Darkshire Inn. We continue forward into the next inn. We carefully examine the patrols, kill them in small groups of two, maximum of three, no more. We make it into the inn and make our way up the stairs. Instantly, as Dina crosses the final step, ambush. Four of them. However, some quick thinking on our part, and one is polymorphed, another is feared, and the heroic Voidwalker picks up a third. Dina barely survives, and we bandage her mid-combat. She tells us she caught a glimpse of a wolfman! as well as another human inside the farthest room to our right. It's Bernard, the former apothecary. We found him. And we shall take back his research from the Royal Apothecary Society. We search his room and find it in a closet. Afterwards, we make our way outside, and as is now becoming tradition, Dina steps out and is instantly taken out by a patrol. In true authentic classic experience, panic sets in. Backpedaling occurs. Close to a house to our left. Another guard. Dina jumps too far right to get away, pulling more. We've now got six elite guides bearing down on us. Thomas and myself crushed to the floor. Dina attempts to sprint out of town to get the vanish just outside the village. Her face now in the dust. Her body left on the ground as a sign to put fear into our hearts. Foolish humans. We're undead. Our hearts beat no more. But we will return. 
we make our way back and res ourselves on the backside of the inn and travel alongside the southern walls of the village. Dina mentions that there may be a quest located somewhere in the middle of the town and suggests the town hall as a place to be. So Dina stealths through the town and proudly announces that stealth is OPOPAF. We travel along the walls until we are behind the town hall at which we carefully pull the guards one at a time so we can make our way inside. There, we meet a death stalker. A death stalker who offers us a quest to assassinate the village council. We agree to his terms and defeat the waves of councilmen up until the final wave. Thomas dies. Luckily, the Death Stalker tanked the council leader while we finished off the others one by one. When this was done, we figured to be even more careful than we have already by leaving the town hall. We jumped down behind a tree to the town hall's right side, and I feel like such a covert operative special agent at this point. Then we get detected and deleted immediately. <laughs> Run back again! Wipe number four! Pyrewood Village. This time, though, we succeed. And as we res up, we leave the village without troubles. It's at this point, with quests completing our logs, Tomas suggests the unthinkable. Fucking madman. We could return to Fenris Isle. We could take on Snarlmane. We've grown stronger now, he says. Both of us now a level of 17. We've gotten some upgrades. We also have Dina with us. Everyone agrees, and Dina is excited. She has yet to witness the horrors of Fenris Isle and wants to see it. When we get there, we find her the talking head quest and reach behind the stables, so she's on the next quest of finding the hidden niche. After all, we hadn't completed that quest either. We make our way through the keep, but the Gnarls had gotten smarter this time, I don't know how, and pincer us both in the yards and inside the keep, killing us. We run back. We resurrect, and we make our way to the tower. Dina asks, who is Snarlmane? Is it a quest? Why are we going for Snarlmane? We tell her that Snarlmane has had this coming for a long, long time. And after this day, he shall be no more. We clear out the gnolls, so we only have to deal with his one brute bodyguard. We engage with the same plan as before. This time the bodyguard goes down so much quicker, but I still sustain some damage. The Voidwalker doesn't last long and Snarlmane begins to chase me after it dies. Snarlmane is down to half health and I tried to kite him. I tried so hard and Frostnova. This time it lands. No resist. It buys us more time. I land two Frostbolts in a row. Bang, bang. I make my way up the stairs, but with his dying breath, the final hit point left of Snarlmane. He swings at me. His claws, they kill me. But not before I threw a last fire blast as a final fuck you to his face. Dina and Thomas survive and they finish off smart Snarlmane. I have never been so hyped up over killing something in World of Warcraft before and my heart was racing. I could feel me sweating. Over the course of the night, I think we wiped to Snarlmane six or seven times. And at the end of it, Snarlmane didn't even drop a green. But I was so happy when we defeated him that the lack of an item didn't matter at all. 
You may remember at the start I said that this tale began for me at 1.30am. When Snarlmane fell, the clock had reached 7.15am. And I have to catch the bus by 7.35am. I cannot imagine the last time I had so much fun playing a game as this night. Classic is turning out to be so much fun than I thought I ever would. Thank you for reading my little story. Snarlmane, the nightmare is gone. And it was such a blast. The true vanilla experience, which is why we don't usually read stories like that. But goddamn, what a tale. What a tale. And don't you all wish you were our peers? <laughs> don't you all wish you were our peers? Don't you wish you could take part in the joy that is RP? Oh, staying up all night and playing. Right. Uh, how much time have we got? 10 minutes. Do you need me exactly in 10 minutes? Oh, you're waiting to go to the farm. Okay. Uh, we might have a little drama time tomorrow because I have another story in front of me, but it's a little long, uh, but it's about furries and all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's about all kinds of furries. So we'll fish a little early today, but we'll, I'm streaming tomorrow. So we'll probably have another little drama tomorrow then. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. So if you wait furries, we'll have that on a Saturday. <laughs> furries? You need it. We need it. Yes. I backed up the classic staying with a, with a furry. Uh, it's for the furry story, which I have in front of me, which is, uh, I can kind of skim it, but it is written entirely in caps lock, which means it's important. As you can see, it's entirely in caps lock. <laughs> so you know, it's good. You know, it's good. So yes, there will be a Saturday stream. That will be happening. The Saturday stream will be going on because uh, I am going to go away again soon to BlizzCon, of course, which should be awesome. Uh, we'll be going to BlizzCon in about six weeks' time. Yep, we'll be in California in six weeks' time, so I need to get a lot done before I go away again. Uh, Caps is out for cruise control. <laughs> Caps is out for cruise control. But enjoy your classic experience, ladies and gentlemen. What time? Not sure. Uh, I'll tweet it out. So it's at Preach Gaming. I'll tweet it out when I know. I'll probably do YouTube in the morning because like the kids are out and stuff like that. So it'll probably be evening, maybe up until about 8 p.m. when I think we're having game night with the Patreons tomorrow. Uh, so I'll be doing all that. So it'll be a busy, busy day. I think at BlizzCon they will announce a new expansion. Yes. Uh, we'll also probably find out how the latter half of BFA is going to go. And more importantly for people like me, what they're actually going to do to increase our power over the remainder of this expansion as it's already got wildly out of control. Who knows? Who knows? And there's a lot of talk. I can tell you, unconfirmed, but a lot of people who I trust do believe they're announcing another IP. And also, a lot of people seem very convinced, who again should be in the know, um, that Diablo 4 will be there. So I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know. I have nothing concrete. Until it's announced, it doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. Until it's announced, it's not. Uh, yeah, new IP probably and uh, maybe Diablo 4. But we'll wait and see on those situations. We should have a big World of Warcraft themed one. That would be really, really nice. Hello, ballers and a bro fist to you all. As the chat finally loads in, it says hello to you on a Friday. As it's all been going on today. How are we feeling? Small faces in the chat. Some new faces in the chat. That's all I want to see in my chat. I want to see some hollers in there. I want to see some hollers in there. As we all say a big you fuck yeah. And we celebrate the stuff. Shut up. Where are you? Muting you mate. Yeah? Muted. That's you. Fucking muted. Trying to disrupt my show. Like you're some sort of fucking invader. Get out of here Tom. No one likes you. You understand? No one likes you. 
I hope you've all had a tremendous week. I hope you're all feeling fresh and funky and daisy. I uh, had our own little PG drama, of course, this uh, last few days. Uh, as uh, Andy wanted to talk about why he left and all that kind of stuff. Put a Twitter out there and I also did uh, my thoughts on it this morning. And it seems to be a flourishing. Uh, good stuff. A good stuff. A greenery on the other side of it, for those of you who are interested. Uh, so there'll be, if you're on YouTube, hello. Can we get a hello from the live audience for the YouTube people? Hello to you. Uh, if you're interested in that stuff, there'll be a link down below for everything you want to see there. And if you're interested in that shit, you can check it out. Uh, if you're not interested, then don't. There you go. Whoa! <laughs> Is everyone cool? You should come to the live show. It's better. Right? We experience it together as a team. We can join in. We can do all that kinds of stuff. Uh, it's at 4pm GMT. It's been that way now for about two years. For those of you who still bitch at me, because the drama time changed to 4pm. Two years ago. Uh, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll, let it, I'll let it slide. Uh, last week, we had all the classic stories. was, of course, classic flourishing and doing extremely well while simultaneously killing BFA even more. Uh, I'm not sure how many times we could twist the BFA knife at this point, honestly. How many guilds are dead? Let me know. How many guilds are dead uh, because of classic? It's We lost two World 100 guilds this week. I think or three. Two or three of them died, including Scrubbusters, which is really quite sad. We're on a break. <laughs> We're on a break. A break is not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Uh, despite all the stuff happening uh, with Andy and whatnot this week, I had my own drama in which I have finished BFA as it is right now. I have now killed Mythic Queen Ashara in a horrible way uh, because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was like playing. It's like just do Riverdance forehead. <laughs> okay. Um, and I've also finished my AP grind. That means I am done with BFA. BFA has nothing to offer me at all right now to make my character better. And you know what's really strange? Blizzard, I'm fine with it. I am fine with that. I'm not going to unsubscribe. I'm still going to turn up to play farm raids with my friends. It's fine. It's okay. And it could have been done a long time ago. But the question arises in my guild chat is, we're now starting the alt raiding in preparation of the upcoming tier, which is like to be January or February. Man does not have an alt capable of doing Mythic Raid. <laughs> Although I have an alt that has defeated Mythic Raid bosses in terms of my mage, he has existed purely to feed mains gear, and uh, he has not done the AP farm. He's not done the benthic farm, and on top of that, I fucking hate playing my mage. I hate it. So the discussion was had is, we kind of need you to have an alt. What do you want to pick? <laughs> what do you want to pick? The answer, of course, being nothing. Sentence, thank you very much. Uh, the answer, of course, being nothing. I do not want to jump back into the AP grind. I do not want to jump back into the benefit grind. I do not want to jump into farming essences again. Because fuck BFA in the way it treats alts. The way it treats mains, in fact. I don't want to do any of that fucking shit. I don't want to do a goddamn thing. So to say to your raid leader, just as many of you probably have recently, is I don't really want to play BFA right now. Sorry. And it's not just because of Classic. I just generally don't want to play BFA right now. I'm happy. I'm in a good place. So we'll probably do something in the next couple of weeks in order to fix that situation up and make it work. So we'll see how that plays out. But it's going to be a Shadow Priest and we'll see where we go with that. Today, though, is drama time. <clears throat> I'm going to start off, I'm going to warm us up before we get into the heavy ones. So if you were here last week, I had another story prepared, but we did run out of time involving all kinds of weirdness from furries and all sorts. So that is coming up. 
Uh, but we're going to look at something that has become more apparent to me recently. Not just because of Classic, but because of the situations that are happening in guilds I don't really deal with. Normal mode guilds. They do exist. There are many, many of them. Some of you are probably in them. And you might think to yourself, especially if you're an elitist piece of shit, which I guarantee no one in the chat right now is an elitist piece of shit. Right, guys? You guys are all good. You guys are heroes. I would never do anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. The elitists in the chat. Um, oh, my God. I'm having a really stupid issue right now where my mouse is jumping. And that means that I can't actually click what I need to click. Oh, my God. This is horrendous uh please stop there we go please stop okay 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 uh in tribute to the recent events i'm gonna throw the boys in yeah. don't worry patreons you're coming up on the big story <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. You're coming up. <laughs> don't you worry. Okay. What's happening? I don't know whether you guys agree with me or not. Maybe it's just the vocal people who are coming my way. Is that a lot of the guys who struggle with normal mode, even today, are the guys who really care about loot. And that might seem crazy because it's like normal mode loot. To some of us, it, it seems insane. But they tend to seemingly be a lot of people who are not very good at the game, but really want specific items. Like, they want certain things. So, we're going to investigate the guilds that are focused around that uh, and see how they go. So, here we go. Uh, Holla Preacher and all your wonderful ballers in the chat. That's you guys. Hold on, I need to throw my phone away. Thank you. Uh, I can't be distracted with all that shit. Uh, this story will seem familiar, as it's a continuation of an extremely old drama story. We left off with me being shunned in my 10-man guild during Siege of Orgrimmar when I decided to go and tank for a friend in a heroic guild and got three heroic bosses deep in that instance uh, with two of the bosses being progression for this guild. I got told by a recruiter that they wanted me. When I went back, uh, I did not get back in my guild, I think. Uh, Move forward a week to when you read my story and my IRL friend... And ex-tanking partner decided with that revelations with a tipping point and he left the guild. An officer asked him what was going on and he said, I am tired of being in a guild that treats the players like garbage. And I lost my spot because I was too sick to raid for just one week. So goodbye. This led to me. So right now as he writes this story, getting a text message and told to hop on Skype to talk to the guild master you got the text you received the message talk to the guild master so he comes home i come home i go into my gaming room where augers oh I'm st i didn't delete the thomas thing where were you guys like bitching at me about typing this wrong you guys actually amateur hour very sad I came home, where I noticed August is on a call, a Skype call, with some guildies. I got on the PC, and August went over to play the PS4. After a bit, John O had decided that he would reform the call with just me and him. 
Interestingly enough, though, that's not quite what happened. Because when I looked at who was in this call, I found out that not only was Drez in the call, but his mic was muted, so I wouldn't notice he was there. Here is a transcript of the call with my GM. <clears throat> Jono, we need to talk about your attitude in the guild. Arthur, why don't we talk about the attitude of the people who changed my guild rank and fucked about with my guild note? Well, why did you tell your friend that we are treating you like shit? Because you were treating me like shit. (laughs) The whole guild called me a shit tank. Started swapping my rank to shit tank. And saying that I was the betrayer. I betrayed the guild. Because I decided to go and tank for a friend. On a week where I couldn't attend our raid night. And you already had backups. It's not exactly friendly. Now. Hold the fucking call one second you said you couldn't attend their raid so you went and tanked for another guild initial thoughts ladies and gentlemen initial thoughts different raid days more than likely yeah our raids on a wednesday i can't make wednesday so i went on tuesday with someone else hmm yeah initial thoughts tryout would definitely come across as being a tryout a hundred percent hundred percent would definitely come across as being a tryout. Yeah, yeah, no, not raid lockouts definitely would come across as being a tryout. I would see it that way. I would see it that way. I would definitely see it as like, uh-huh. Oh, you, you can't make our raid, but you can make their raid, right? Okay. And then comes the thing from Jono. You never told us anything about it. Theme of the day, lack of communication. You never told us anything about it. So he didn't say, I can't make Wednesday, so I'm going to tank with my friends. All right, I'm just letting you know. I'm going to help these guys out because I can't make our raid. Nothing like that. Just is online on a non-raid day tanking in another guild. I know. I work at a factory and the schedule isn't set until that week. I figured why not get progression instead of doing nothing. Mm. Well, your ex-girlfriend also stole gems from the guild bank. So not good. Now... What kind of gems do you think the girlfriend stole? <laughs> this is Siege of Ogrimmar days. <laughs> this is Siege of Ogrimmar days, by the way. <clears throat> I know. I've seen the gems. Firstly, why did you give her bank access? And also, why were there 20 parry gems in the guild bank? <laughs> Grand theft of the century she's she's made off with the parry gems lads the parry gems of all things good god the parry gems unfucking believable unfucking believable i i mean i don't lock her up she's wild she's lost control why were there 20 parry gems in the jill bank we put them in there for you so i want to talk to you about the tank thing We don't like you being crit because tanks don't need damage. (laughs) Question mark, question mark is the correct answer. Question mark, question mark. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) To which our author responds, uh, crit is my best stat. It affects my healing, gives me better absorbs. 
I can link you the guide if you want. <laughs> to icy veins we go! Although it's Siege of Ogrimmar. Let me link you to Preach Gaming. <clears throat> I don't know about your class, but you probably should be parry. Anyway, I'm going to sell all the guild ranks now. Will you be tanking again this week? <clears throat> A shameless plug from Siege of Ogrimmar. Yeah, big, big, big. Uh, no, but I'll be good to go the week after. Okay. Well, I hope all this is settled. So that's the call. All right. We need our... I don't know what class he is. It's a good question. I don't know what class he is. He's got self-healing. I don't know. Siege of Ogrimmar. Feels like a paladin. Feels like a paladin. I want to say. But we had vengeance then. DK. Could be a DK. Could be a DK. Could be DK. With vengeance going around? I don't know, dude. Anyway. Well, it wasn't really settled, obviously. <laughs> that was a bullshit. The Heroic Guild had a healer that had a breakdown and told everyone to fuck off and left during Shah progress. And he came back the next night with an equally shitty attitude and the raid leader did nothing. So I left. I didn't want to be in the Heroic Guild. In my opinion, being in a shitty normal mode progress guild with a couple of fun raiders was better than a cutting edge guild that made raiding not fun. I agree. It was why I originally left Method. It was a very different method back then, by the way. There's like only skull remains from that time, <laughs> literally. Uh, this wasn't the end, though, of my weekly drama. I came home from a date on raid night, bragger. And I, I saw Augers no longer stuck doing normal 10-man Shah. Augers was now struggling to do the Iron Juggernaut normal. Oh, oh dear. And he was dying. Because the new strategy was not to make the monk tank do the bombs. They had a, a, an alt low-geared warrior doing it instead. They did kill it. I even told them grats. But they then decided in order to carry their new tank, they should three tank a 10-man raid on the shamans. I just walked away at this point. During the entire night, they managed to get the shamans to 66% before ending the raid. But that was not the end of the raid night. Oh, no. You see, Preacher, as they had managed to finally progress past Galacras with a new place with a replacement tank it was now time to vote as to whether i should be allowed back or not the replacement <laughs> the guy who would be replacing our author was allowed a vote <laughs> of course he was he was a friend of john john owen Drez, and all and his name was dreed Despite that, the vote was 8-2 to two in favor of me staying. <laughs> Unlucky. Unlucky. I've got to try and keep this short and sweet, because the next week, I returned. I had a new trinket from Shah and a new Warforged weapon, ready to smash some DPS. Even though it seemed that Jono was trying to sabotage me. I say this because he decided that for me personally, I was given a DPS requirement. I had an individual DPS requirement for each boss. He also changed the strategy to do weird things for me, like making me cover half the room on Nourisher, on Immersius, instead of ranged DPS doing various areas. I killed Immersius, 
And like every noob Windwalker monk, I used my clones on the wrong target. Do you remember when you could pick where your clones went? Tough times, man. I'm glad they uh, simplified it for us. That was good. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Jono, of course, ass. <clears throat> uh, I think he's always been a monk. I think he's always been a monk, actually. Jono asks, I think I think monk brewmasters did use crits back then. I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, Jono asks, mate, why is your DPS low, though? On that Immersius boss, though, have you seen it, mate? You only did 150k, according to our DPS meter. And there's another guy in the raid. Who did 175k. So why is you 150k though? But of course coming next to any Windwalker monks. Who may be listening right now. Certainly those who played during the Siege of Orgrimmar. The next boss was of course the Protectors. <clears throat> why don't you sit the fuck down. And watch what's about to happen. Because this shit's about to get real. Motherfucker. This shit's about to get real. On Protectors. I cheesed the fuck out of that motherfucker. Oh baby. I put a clone on everything. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I placed clothes on the mobile bosses stuck on the stationary caster. <sighs> and we set off all three transitions at once. <laughs> Fuck. And I was to blame because apparently I was overcleaving. Your DPS was too high. We wiped and pulled again. This time I made sure to hold back since apparently one DPS can outdo the damage of four other people. Jono even said that I needed to soak and solo the AoE, which killed me and I needed a res. Jono then screamed, saying I needed to do mechanics and do them correctly. The shadow ad was given to me twice. I decided to say fuck it and use the cooldowns and I got through it. The protectors fell. I was so far ahead on the DPS that it was actually sick. Over 100k. I had a big grin on my face. I felt pretty fucking happy. And I couldn't wait to see what Jono would say. He said nothing. So off to Nourishen we go. Jono pauses the raid. I'm now going to decide who will go where in terms of getting the top dps and we will do this based on the top dps going in first and the worst dps going in last so while Jono was reading off the order i had been placed dead last i, I why why i asked Jono told me you're not first in dps so i linked in the dps meter we only pay attention to actual damage, Jono said. <laughs> Instead of that fake damage that you're posting, idiot. Padder. Fucking padding killing those bosses, idiot. Stupid you, mate. Um, so I linked the damage done meter again, where I was number one. I said actual damage. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> I decided to say fuck it and did what all good DPS hoes do and just went in anyway. <laughs> Instead of Dreed. Dreed, of course, cried like a little bitch to Jono. <clears throat> I said, sorry, mate. 
Sorry, mate. I got confused, though, about what you mean by, like, one, two, three, four, and five. It's because I tank usually. I'm usually used to, I'm used to tanking this on heroic. You know what I mean? I'm used to tanking this on heroic. You know that fight you've not killed yet because we're in normal mode. Yeah, I tank that. So I'm just not, sh I'm just not sure about this, like, ordering and all that. That's, that's new to me. We, of course, killed it and I smashed it. And we went on to the Shah where I made sure to get everyone the achievement. Galacrass was boring and I accidentally died on the Iron Juggernaut because I hit the wrong cooldown. <laughs> and Jono raged and we wiped and he tried to call wipe he called wipe and wipe but honestly it didn't matter I got rezzed we were fine and we ignored him and killed it and thanks to the loot system that glorious glorious loot system I got a weapon <laughs> and Charmers we split and Augus kept trying to kill me with mechanics by getting me hit with pillars I told him hey thanks Augus because I have touch of karma and you've given me more damage. <laughs> Progression from there was rather boring, guys. Until Thok, the bloodthirsty. We kept running into a problem for our guild. It was a really tragic problem. Our guild would never extend the raid. But we only raided one day a week. And we always only just managed to get to Thok. <laughs> one night, August said, Log on! You need to listen into the Skype call. <clears throat> Jono was threatening to leave the guild if we extended. And here's the transcripts. <laughs> Why haven't you G quit? You're dumb, Jack. Honestly, you're dumb. This is the guild you want to be in. There's a couple of fun players. That means I have to put up with this torture every single day. <laughs> I have to put up with it. <clears throat> Jono. If we're going to extend, though, I literally you're going to find a new healer. Dresdas. I don't want that. But I'm trying to get everyone's opinion. I chipped in. <clears throat> Dres, remember you can't keep everyone happy. One way or another, you're going to piss on someone's Cheerios. Dres says, well, you attract more flies with honey. <laughs> this is like the worst guild meeting ever. <laughs> the worst guild meeting ever. But you are right. I can't keep everyone happy. I don't see why we don't extend. We don't even have the time to literally progress any further. To which Jono chips in. Well... Some of us still need gear from the bosses. And we need that gear to kill the next bosses. So it's Dress says, We've been farming these same bosses for ages. Who the fuck still needs gear? It's been months. How can you still need gear? Jono. Uh, well, August does, right? He's under geared. It's August who needs the gear. It's August. Keep in mind at this point, the only gear that was missing was a singular trinket from the Juggernaut that the Monk Tank took because he wanted to build a dodge set. <clears throat> now, what I did is kept the mic muted because August was sat near me. Apparently, you're too under geared to tank right now, so we must not extend and farm all the gear. To which August said, Give me that little bitch, the mic. He's just pissed because he wants to farm shamans for the weapon. This is all a scam to get his little weapon from normal mode. Normal mode weapons. I don't know, dudes. I don't know. But this is the shit that's going on in these guilds. <laughs> I unmuted the mic. I unmuted the mic and came up with the winning suggestion that I think all of you will agree is the solve to this. Okay? Are you ready for the emancipation of everyone's problems? How about alt raiding? How about alt raiding? We could put together a night. We could put together a night where the people who still need to farm gear go in on their mains 
And the people who don't could come in on their alts and they could take all the extra stuff, right? Look, I know we can't, we've can't. we been raiding for months now and we can't get past 50% of normal Siege of Orgrimmar, but I think it's time we started alt raiding. I do. I do think that's the way we should go. So that happened. And as you could probably imagine, I was one of the people who refused to join the alt raid. <laughs> the funny thing is, though, even though they claimed that the whole reason they needed to do this was so Augus could get that beautiful, beautiful trinket. They never gave him tank priority, because instead they said it was more important to gear the alt tanks needed for this raid. <laughs> and as you can probably imagine, our normal mode alt group never ever reached the shamans. <laughs> never ever. Fast forward a month though after this change, and we got to the point where the alt raid was starting the shamans. That week, in a weird coincidence, Jono got the staff from Galacras. And immediately said, we're not doing alt raiding anymore. <laughs> Dress agreed. <laughs> because if Jono's got the staff, then he doesn't even need the weapon from the shamans. And if he didn't like that, uh, then, you know, we could just have Dress heal on his shaman who's outperforming anyway in the alt raid. As we were already in the raid, we did try shamans and we killed it. And the one-hander dropped. Jono was excited. Oh, he was happy. Months he'd been waiting for this. And it was looted to somebody else. He was so confused. You know I've waited months and months for this weapon. I've been trying. I've done alt raiding. I've done everything to get this weapon. To which Joyce said, You literally got a staff from the last boss. And the other guy needs it on his alt. A couple of weeks later, we're on Thok. <laughs> I had to work on raid night. Jono was bitching passive-aggressively, saying that Augers couldn't solo tank it because he didn't have his legendary yet, and other people did. <sighs> but they killed Thok. Augers, of course, chilly. Jono, didn't you say we need a Lego to kill this? It would have been easier if you just put in some more effort anyway. And we push on to Garrosh. Eventually we get there. And I'm being told that melee, because our healers aren't the best. They have to run away from the boss when he does whirlwind. You know that purple shit that he spun around that did like no damage? <laughs> the melee must run away. Because our healers will never be able to handle it. I said, we have, uh, we have personals and shit for that. And we have three healers in a 10 man. I then pointed out that Paragon healed this with one healer. <laughs> Fuck you, Jazra. <laughs> he fucked over normal guilds, dude. <laughs> I got told to follow the strat. Yes, sir. Of course, we lacked DPS. And after a few more wipes, we decided to just stay in and see what happens. Which, of course, nothing happened because it was normal mode and we were fine. And a couple more weeks, Garrosh died. Garrosh died. What to do next? Well, we farmed normal mode for a couple more weeks. But then the word started to float around. The word started to float around about heroic raiding. Big raiding. Strong raiding. Large raiding. Heroics. We're going to do it. Immersius. Down. 
we then get to protectors. People had started to become vocal, mainly Jono and his friends, that they didn't like heroic raiding. They didn't like the amount of effort it took to build a strategy. They didn't like the amount of effort it took to figure out how to kill the boss. No, sir, not for them. While bitching in front of the protectors before we had even pulled it, Jono pipes up. This isn't going to work. This is not going to work. I said, this does work. This is how it's done. Just pay attention to what we need to do. How many times have you seen this work? Uh, personally, twice. And everyone else does it this way. Twice? That's not a lot. You were carried in them other raids. I know it. You was carried, mate. You can't carry a tank on progression, I said. How many times have you killed this boss, Jono, on Heroic? And why do you think your strategies would be better than what's accepted by the world? <laughs> Sounds like a, it's like an anti-vax thing. <laughs> so why do you think you know better than the world? <laughs> I've got a better idea. This boss is complicated. What we could do, though, mate, is just skip to Nurushen because he's easier. Big brain play. Which we, apparently we did. We never even pulled the protectors. Because we talked about the strategy. And it simply seemed too complicated. So we decided to just skip the boss. Fair. Right? Yeah, you could walk around, man. <laughs> you could walk around. So we did. <laughs> so there we go. There we did. And John and his buddy decided once again to ignore mechanics. We did kill Nurushen a few times. But a problem arose. Suddenly, a lot of people appeared. Blizzard had announced guaranteed heirloom drops. Within almost an instant, the online started to pop up, including our good friend Liam, who reappeared to raids after leaving earlier because he got a couple of items. Apparently, this was his thing, and they thought it was kind of endearing. <laughs> but Dres wasn't happy with it Decided not to baby Poor Liam's loot whore nature One night we started clearing Garrosh trash early In which Liam logged on late And started whining in the guild chat That we hadn't waited for him To clear trash in case there were good BOEs That same raid Liam got the heirloom weapon And never logged on again Till Warlords of Draenor <laughs> I like Liam. I re-rolled a rep pally for Walls of Draenor and everyone else kind of stayed the same. We gathered up, started the raid, wiped instantaneously on the first boss, and half the raid already said, now raiding's definitely not for me. That would have been... What was that guy called? He's famous. I know he is. In Highmall. The first boss in Highmall. Kargath. Yeah, Kargath. Kargath killed my guild. We gathered up the raid, wiped instantaneously. Half the raid said this boss is too complicated and they did not like how they had changed the raiding for Wallace to Draenor. As people left, we managed to kill it and I got myself some pants, but they were only on par with BOEs. Drez decided to call the raid as the loot in this raid clearly wasn't worth it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> As people didn't want to quit, we go to the butcher. 
trying to keep this raid going. Our rage DPS, including Liam, who had stuck around, decided they didn't like this boss either, as it involved range walking into melee sometimes. Dres was complaining about too much damage going out and how Blizzard had overtuned the butcher. Our tank didn't want to stand on the other tank because he couldn't see his character. <laughs> this, ladies and gentlemen, was the last raid of our normal mode guild. Butcher normal's pretty <laughs> overtuned. Wallace and Draino Highmall overtuned. What kind of guild is this? These exist. This was the last raid before the guild stopped. I transferred off the server. I have now found a better home with a better place. And I turned out to actually find that they were just terrible raiders, which I didn't even really feel at the time. There you go. Sometimes it just takes... I mean, you guys remember when Blizzard overtuned Walls of Draenor, right? <laughs> you remember? You remember that story? Oof. Especially on normal. Tough stuff, man. Tough stuff. Yeah, man, totally. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Okay. This is the story... This is going to be tough. I need you guys to be good. Can I trust you guys to be good on this one? Alright, I'm just going to put me in for now because the names come up during the story. Uh, but. No? Okay. I'm hoping and praying. I'm hoping and praying. Let's have a good Friday. This is the $2,000 long con. Here we go. And it starts with a disclaimer, as all good stories should do. I hope you are strapped in. I hope you are strapped in. Hello, hola, senor preacher. Hello. After listening to many, many videos of yours, I decided to see if you and yours would enjoy a spicy story. As we haven't seen one for a long time. It's true. I did stop, actively stop reading stories like this because they were all I was getting, you freaks. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't want to read you sexual fantasies. Do you remember that guy, that girl who actually wrote like the full fucking RP fanfiction thing? <laughs> I've listened to your videos off and on, agreeing and disagreeing with opinions, but there was a certain drama time video that I was shocked at. I was in one of the guilds mentioned. I won't name who due to keeping things as anon as possible. I'm pretty sure this might give you away. Call it a hunch. <laughs> Call it a hunch. Okay. I'll preface this story <clears throat> that saying everybody involved is of legal age in their respective countries and nothing illegal took place when IRL meetings happened and that all the men involved in this story, even myself, Kappa Pride. Kappa Pride. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Our wonderful Patreons who will take part in this tale of woe. Oh, God. <laughs> Where are we going? Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> Relax. Hold the line. Hold the line. Hold the line. We're good. Okay, here we go. Who do we choose? Okay. Uh, we need the author. We need a lady. Let's have... Uh, let's have crackles. Let's have crackles for that one. Uh, we need another woman. You we shall have. Let's have Louise. Sorry, Louise. Let's have uh, an Australian man. Octenko. Aussie man. A social. 
Cami. A social joins and a neck beard. <laughs> Who's going to be the neck beard? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hobbsy. <laughs> Hobbsy could be the neck beard. There we go. These are the characters for our story. <clears throat> Hobbsy shall be the neck beard. Okay. There are two other people uh, whose names I've forgotten, but I'll make clear in the story. Okay. For the longest time. I never wanted to look at World of Warcraft. I was progressing fine in old school RuneScape, represent, before it was old school. I had just gotten various skills to 99 and I thought WoW was for fucking nerds. You're playing old school RuneScape and WoW is for nerds? Like, what, what train are you on, bro? Honestly, what train are you on? WoW is for nerds. Got all my skills to 99 knowing old school RuneScape. What? <laughs> like a cool dude, like a Chad. Look at this Chad RuneScape player. <clears throat> Little did I know, the moment I saw actual gameplay, I'd be hooked. I started near the end of Wrath of the Lich King, and my fondest memory is hitting 80 to get the Frostfire Bolt as a mage, and farm the first four bosses of ICC 25 Heroic Pugs, because I had no idea Kata was coming out, and no one cared to do the rest. My real-life friend, who is not involved in the story, stopped, played, stopped playing after Arthas died, saying the game would be ruined once the best character they made was gone. But I was hyped to raid and join one of the best guilds on the realm for Kata raiding. We only had one other guild who was better than us, but overall, it was a fantastic time. During all of this, I had gotten into roleplay. I had gotten into roleplay all the way back during Kingdom Hearts 2's heights of popularity and even was helping run a forum-based RP board. We love those here. We love the forum-based RP. Yes, we do. We fucking love it. When it came to World of Warcraft RP, I was kind of noobish. Kind of noobish and only started to when my raid team hit the dirt for unrelated reasons. I moved to an RP realm as a goblin but quickly went to roleplay amongst the trolls as one of them. Things happened, and I found myself on another RP realm as a worgen rogue. The mage and the shaman I RP'd before were cringe to me now. Now I had found my true calling as the worgen rogue. Once I was there, I met a worgen warrior. By the name, let me make sure I'm getting these right. Uh, a worgen warrior by the name of Louise. Mm. It was a male Wargan model. But I quickly found out IRL, it was a woman. And she was into some dark things. Not illegal dark before you go crazy. Not illegal dark. More like <sighs> gothic horror themes. <sighs> Her character was written out to be a huge hulking Wargan. Born and experimented on when Shadowfang Keep was about the Wargan and not the undead there. Her story was tragic and to me, very touching. I got to speaking with her a lot and we became close friends. Our RP was fine. My Wargan was made to be a trickster of sorts and cause trouble. But for fun, not to be a meanie. Mm. Mm. Her wolfman had taken a liking to mine. <sighs> And generally, I knew exactly what was coming. At least, I think I did. ERP is commonplace in the RP world. And I admit, with zero shame, I had my fair experience of the ERP. What happened... <laughs> was I asked to join the guild. They were in. And an in-character level which I accepted and continued on. 
There, I met Ogtenko, a wargan hunter, Kami, the Aussie officer, and Hobbsy, who's the other woman. Hobbsy could be the woman. <clears throat> oh no, Hobbsy, Hobbsy, the wargan neckbeard mage, and then we can have Crackles, there we go, the other woman. I know the two people who don't care, but we'll call them Thing 1 and Thing 2. That's what we'll call them. The other two people who don't matter are Thing 1 and Thing 2. Overall, it was a pleasant time. The story we had in the guild was we were a bunch of Worgen, keeping clear of the Horde and Alliance and doing whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted. Rogues, rascals, rapscallions. Octenko. And I started spending a lot of time together. Even on games outside of WoW, such as co-op Dark Souls, and he thought it was adorable to hear my baby's first Dark Souls rage. Thing 1 and Thing 2 were also involved, but they were their own couple and spent a lot of time together in private, which I thought was pretty nice. I had only seen pretty abusive WoW couples before, so it was good. As time goes on, Crackles was getting more and more weird with me. He had joined Aspen and I doing things, but I mostly ignored him as I started to get a man crush on Hobbsy. Oh yeah. One day, while I was at work, I worked 12-hour shifts. He was pinging me on Skype over and over again when I was on break. I read up and I can only describe the conversation as him trying to assert dominance. <laughs> <laughs> I got a assert dominance via text message. I just got to spam until I assert dominance. <laughs> I used to assert dominance over me <laughs> in the circle of friendship. <clears throat> he had known Octanku longer and had more claim to his dick, he said. <laughs> I mean, what does that even mean? I have known him longer. Ergo, I have way more claim on that dick. Way more claim on that dick. Oh, no, no, no. I've claimed it. Like, time wins, dude. The clock is ticking on this one. I got this. <clears throat> oh, so everything was being made clear to me. My reply after reading this long, strange list of messages was, lol, okay. I'm going back to work. I was coming up on my four days off rotation for work and had many plans to role play, do some pug content to keep raiding as a super casual. Oh, was I very mistaken to think this would be a nice week. So very, very mistaken. The first night. The very, very first night. Hobbsy had tried moving the dominance to roleplay. Going as far as to say, as to make illusions that he was now sexually dominating me in-game. While we were stood next to each other. I was starting to get annoyed. None of it made sense in RP terms. That's the problem. I get what you're trying to do, but your storyline, garbage, right? Your storyline's full of holes for a start. Your grammar is poor, right? I'm not immersed in any way, shape, or form. And this is just despicable. It's not that I'm uncomfortable with it, but you're doing it wrong. That's the problem. Annoying, right? Louise and Crackles both said something in character and out of character. <laughs> As to who was as to who was going to friends, and what we were going to do when I got home at seven a.m. from work, the next few days were so-so. We decided, look, let's have a guild RP night, and it went as well as it could be expected, despite some bickering between people. 
The last night was the worst. I could barely get anything done without Crackles constantly pestering me to help him do X, farm Y, fucking come and fuck ERP style with him in Goldshire. And during this time, I was only starting to learn what a furry was and what it meant. I was coming into my own. I was learning more things about gay community, all the extra stuff that goes on. I was a sheltered guy in my family. And I was only 22 at the time. And I knew next to nothing. I've got no experience. I'll be honest. I didn't see much of an issue. As I was pretty open to give everything a try. As long as it wasn't illegal. Or fall under what I would consider gross. Everyone in the guild was a furry. They just assumed I was one as well. Because I was playing a worgen. They found it strange that I didn't know what it was. (laughs) accidentally joined a furry rp guild big big day big fun yes (laughs) great success (laughs) when you suddenly turn around in the club you're like oh oh okay i get it now okay this makes sense okay okay They thought, they obviously assumed my story was that I was a gay worgen. I laughed it off and said I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. But once it was was explained to me, I considered it for a moment. I was pretty chill with it, actually. Uh, Nothing seemed really wrong. Okay, sure. Thing one and thing two took me aside one night and asked me some pretty intimate questions about myself to build my backstory. Thing one said he had some personality quirks and was curious. He explained to me about <laughs> I can only picture this happening in the open fields of Silver Pine Forest. <clears throat> thing one and thing two politely explained to me their master pet relationship. <clears throat> I responded with what? What? So they gave me a polite full rundown on what it meant. And I mean a full rundown. Even to two, being actually in a collar while he played, symbolizing his ownership to thing one. <laughs> Time to play wow, lads. Collar's on. <laughs> Collar's on. <laughs> Alex makes us do that as raid leader. It's true. Yeah, I know. I didn't want to... This is how I'm bringing this out. But my raid leader, Alex, from Fat Boss TV, he makes us all put collars on. We have to send a picture every time we raid, just to make sure. It's true. He really does. Symbolize. <clears throat> I heard over Skype one... I heard over Skype thing one being upset when the collar had to be taken off some point. I hadn't said anything because I thought it was some sort of inside joke. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine wearing a collar during WoW. No, really. God damn. Thing one asked me if I wanted the same. (laughs) Do I want the same with Cammy? I didn't know what to say. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Knowing what relationship with her didn't bother me, though. I'm still an open-minded person, and they both seemed very happy together and loved each other. However, I later found out that the rest of the guys were all into the same thing as well. I feared I had gotten into something weird. <laughs> I love this lie. Ha! <laughs> Am I into something weird here? I feel like... <laughs> I feared I had gotten into some weird kink RP circle. And I was worried about it. Hmm. I actually worried that my guild was nothing but ERP Avenue from here on in. 
Oddly, it never really was. But once Thing 1 and 2 told me the others were in, and I was now one of the in-the-know people, things started to escalate. Now he'd been absorbed into the crew. Kinky subjects were now talked about, and I joined in. Why not? Never had a place to explore that stuff before. Stuff stopped when anyone, everyone, anyone expressed being uncomfortable, so I was feeling safe. We would talk about fantasies, and I felt no one would take it the wrong way. Wrong! Wrong! Now, <laughs> how did you overstep the mark with these guys? Like, what the fuck did you say? What the fuck? Because it doesn't tell us. It doesn't tell us in the story what you said, right? <laughs> but how did you go too far with these guys? Because it must have got really weird. It must have got weird. It must have gone completely weird. Oh, well, you know, I thought about this once. <clears throat> Cammy and I had gotten closer and closer. More on my end, the feelings grew and grew. <sighs> but Cammy was still being a bro during that time. Crackles was not happy at all and kept whining and complaining and outright trying to make me seem like a bad person. Most of the time he was ignored, but the one time it stuck, it stuck. What he had done was irritated me so much I blew up on literally everyone, saying they had not done a damn thing to keep his weird and predatory behavior in check. Naturally, they were all upset at me, saying I shouldn't be accusing others that weren't involved. Things, of course, settled down, nothing to do with them, and I continued my work IRL and balanced everything else on thin ice. A small rift had actually been formed between Cammy and I. Octenko was starting to do some shady things that to this day I don't have exact details of, but he just always seemed to be around. When things got really, really weird, he was there. In character jealousy was forming over who was fucking who and nothing else. ERP was starting to become the rift between people. And I was spending more time doing PVE and playing Dark Souls to stay away from it. As with the other hints of something bigger, this too calmed down. And everyone was laughing again as it smoothed over. And I breathed a sigh of relief. Months later, Cammy and I were talking about meeting IRL. He was in Southern California and myself in Texas. I had a very high-paying job and bringing in good dollar-dollar, so I said I'd foot the bill, wanting just us to spend time together, and I'd ask him to be my boyfriend. Now, <clears throat> Octenko was less than thrilled, crying about this, literally crying in Skype, that he couldn't meet Cammy, because he knew him longer. He could drive to the meeting. He didn't need it to be flown. I can be there too. I said, no, I don't have room in my apartment for another. <clears throat> and another of, uh, and I don't have a room for another person. As already, Cammy's fr IRL friend was coming to chill for the day or two, which was fine with me, as long as he wasn't in the way. Eventually, we all agreed to spend days in my apartment and we get booze, games, and have a grand old time. Little did I know, ladies and gentlemen, that this would be the week that to this day is the worst thing that has ever happened to me. The first day was great. I got off work. I met Cammy and the other guy at my apartment. Oh, no, he did. Uh, sorry. Crackles and the other guy at my apartment. And we went to pick up Cammy at the airport. Everyone was happy to see each other. And I must admit, seeing Cammy for the first time had my heart fluttering. First night, we get drunk as hell. I had never, ever been drunk. 22 and never had a beer? Bruh. Really? Oh, well, 21 in the US, I guess, right? Yeah, 21 for you guys? Even in Texas? I mean, Texas, is, you should be younger, right? But is that true? Yeah, America, though. Yeah, 21. Bummer. 
I had never been drunk and only remember speaking with a homeless man and falling asleep in Taco Bell <laughs> after we'd been to the club. It's a good night. <laughs> Second day, we go to the movies and stuff is still fine. We get drunk at home. And that's when things got to the second worst it would be for the night. Cammy had been spending the entire time... You're not going to believe this. Oh, Crackles, sorry. Crackles have been spending the entire time disobeying the house rules. Yeah. Now, the house rules. <clears throat> One. Do not touch the air conditioning. For real, bro. <laughs> do not touch my air conditioning. You leave it the fuck alone. Do not turn on too many lights. That's too vague. I need a number. I need a hard number to work off there. You can't just be like too many lights. How many is too many? I don't know. I might accidentally break that rule. I'm sorry. Don't get too loud. How loud is too loud? How loud is too loud? He did all... He broke all three of these rules. He did. He took all three of these rules. He even threw something at me. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's an obvious one. In the Under the guise of, ha, <laughs> bants, but it landed square in my eye and it hurt for a week. All of this was done while I was drunk and it made me hate him more and more. During this time, I'm sorry to tell your audience, I got sloppy drunk. I was spilling my feelings left and right. I fell asleep and I woke up to a completely empty apartment. No one was there. I searched. No one was there. What the fuck? I thought maybe everyone had gone for a walk. But as I looked around the apartment, I heard muttering outside my door and listened in. It opened, and they were all stood there. And they seemed very shocked that I was stood behind the door, listening to them. And instantly they accused me of eavesdropping and spying. And said they had all had enough of me. Had enough of what, I asked. Frantic in my sleepy, half-drunken, half-hungover state. Everything! Everything! They started to pour out my drinks and t- toss stuff away in the fridge. And before I knew it, they had all left my apartment. And I was on my own. It wasn't until morning I could speak with anyone else. Thing one and thing two were very quiet to me as they knew the trip was happening and apparently hadn't been told, had been told what had happened. I was told directly to be quiet. Let things run their course. I wasn't going to allow that. A bunch of my friends suddenly acting that way. Surely it was just maybe I'd done something drunken. Maybe I'd said something stupid. I don't know. What had happened though is I had been used from the start. The new guy in the circle of friends that offered to bring all of them to his apartment and then be ditched as Octami and Louise have been spreading lies about me behind the scenes. They had told the guys coming to my apartment that the trip was to be an orgy. (laughs) And that's what I was planning to have happen with the four dudes in one house. They said that now we were IRL, that I was definitely planning to do not just greasy things, but illegal things to Cammy. And the only reason Cammy had brought his IRL friend was to protect him from maybe being abused. 
Still came though, right, Cammy? <laughs> still went. Just want to make sure. <laughs> still like, well, I'm still going. Like, obviously I'm going, right? I mean, I've been told he might do some illegal shit to me, but I'm still fucking going. Like, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> so he brought his friend over to feel safe. Thing one and thing two were wanting me to embrace some subs lifestyle the entire time, and we're actually hoping the orgy would pay off. <laughs> hey, maybe next time we can get down. Party. Party. Saying I'd be better off admitting fault, trying it with these guys and living with it. Fuck that. I never accepted an orgy. I called the airport and cancelled Cammy's return flight before he could get on the plane. I'm not sure about that move. If I'm being honest with you, that's not a good move. I think we can all agree that's probably not a good move, right? <laughs> I called my parents to tell them what would happen as they were worried as well. Cackles and Oktenka never spoke with me again. They thought that I was some immature child that was planning to dress up and try and fucking rob their best friends within the guild in my furry costume. I mean, <laughs> that was the plan. So what's going to happen is, like, like, let me break this down for you, right? Ocean's 13 style, right? Let's get this together. So what we're going to do this is the game plan, as far as, I, as far as I can tell, based on the story, this is the game plan. He invites these people to his apartment. Then, when they're there, gets them drunk, right? Relaxed, you know, lowers their inhibitions. Orgy ensues, classic. Everybody knows that's going to take place. When they're sleeping, dresses up as a wolf. And in that time, proceeds to rob them. And, uh, I don't know, have his way with the motley crew. I believe that was the plan. Although, of course, it was never the plan at all. But they believed that to be the plan. <laughs> they believed that to be the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Praise Jeebus. <laughs> Praise Jeebus indeed. <laughs> After learning what they suspected was going to happen, I was quickly cut from all their lives. I was gone. Louise pinned most of the blame on Cammy, saying he was going off on what he'd said and why he believed this stuff. For a time, I believed him, and we tried to keep RPing, despite they didn't like me IRL in-game. Despite not liking each other IRL, in-game, our RP stories were still continuing. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, is the best man. Happy is some real shit. Oh, dude. Happy <laughs> is the real fucking shit. You don't know. You don't know. All the RP is because we have a lot of RP as we watch us are just like, this is really not us. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here, but this is not how we do things. This is not how it goes on. I know, RP is. I know. We've had many RP stories, but you do know there are some RP who are just fucking crazy, right? You, they're just fucking crazy. <clears throat> the entire trip uh, okay uh, sorry let me go back to it for a time i believed cammy that maybe through rp we could find friendship again until yet again it started to get really weird <laughs> and i haven't seen or spoke to him in seven years since then the entire trip cost me two thousand dollars i lost my job the next week because of stress and anger over everything of course being accused of being some sort of like night wolf character uh irl like he was I mean, that would stress me the fuck out. Uh, and I went to chill with my parents for six months. Jesus, the fallout. Since then, though, we're over it. 
I sorted out my anger issues and things, moved into a new place, and my life is going pretty fucking good now. I still play well, though, with my 12 troll characters and 8 wargons, and I'm also rocking me some Final Fantasy XIV. I still roleplay, and I found some amazing friends along the way. I understand if this seems vague as the story happened seven years ago. I kept it as PG as I could as a bunch of man-talked oversex and kinks can get triple X very quickly. I imagine it can. I imagine it can. I lost his job because of WoW is extremely, like, broad as to what happened. I mean, that's like... I mean, that's really fucking broad, right? That's really fucking broad. It's like we wrote Shakespeare because the guy had a pen. I mean, it's a bit more to it than that, if we're looking at it. <laughs> if you know what I mean. But he still does the ERP. I don't know if he does the FERP. I don't know. But that does bring us to the end of Drama Time for this week. Uh, I may be around tomorrow. I've got a lot of leveling to catch up on. So maybe we'll have a stream tomorrow night or something along those lines. As I'm going to be looking at workshops this evening. So if you've not submitted your workshops and you want them to be checked, uh, check the PG Discord. Going to be taking a look at them tonight. Uh, other than that, be good. You all right? Here we are. Yeah, good. Just finishing up. Is there something you wanted to say? Because you came in as I was closing. Be good. Be sweaty. Why? Be wild. Okay. Be good. Be sweaty. Be wild. <laughs> be good, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome you to Drama Time once again as we fall onto this Friday of Justice. With mad panic, dramas going on left and right. Camera broke approximately 25 minutes ago. We are on a replacement camera. Hopefully it's fine. Looks okay to me. Looks okay to me. Why? Why doth the camera break? I don't know. I don't know why the camera break. But camera no work. Camera no work. But now we, now we fix. We got back up camera. Uh, also, if anybody has a really good DSLR camera, please let me know. Please let me know. We are still not 60 yet. We took two days, uh, one day away from streaming to try and catch up. Streaming is unfortunately extremely slow. Uh, not that I'm going zoomy, zoomy fast or anything like that, but we're getting like one level of stream now. <laughs> we're down to like one level of stream. We're taking quizzes. Uh, we're doing all kinds of stuff. We're streaming. We're having fun while we're streaming. So I took a day off just to try and catch up a little bit. Uh, we're also getting stream sniped quite a hell of a lot. Why is it that all those streamers dungeon farmed? They ruined their classic experience. I don't get it. I don't understand. Why did they do that? Because they spoiled it. Uh, it's because they would be physically unable to play. It's really not that hard if you kind of put uh, more than like five milliseconds of thought into it. It's really complicated, you know. <laughs> it's really complicated stuff that you've got to try and work out. Yeah, really tough stuff. So even though I was off stream, actually, the stream campers found me quite a lot of times. Very dedicated. Uh, very dedicated to finding me and hunting me down and doing all those kinds of things. However, all in good fun. I'm sure they're enjoying themselves. One day I'll be level 62. One day. <laughs> One day I'll be there. One day I'll be there. No, they ruined everything. Why did they go out into the open world on these PvP servers? Why didn't they do that? There'd only be like several hundred people trying to prevent them leveling. It's just an authentic classic experience, right? It's an authentic classic experience. But I'm still very, very much enjoying it. I'm still very, very much enjoying classic. I'm having a great time. I do want to get capped now so I can take part in some endgame stuff. Uh, so we can uh, have some fun with that. As people in my guild already have a Thunder Fury binding. Son of a bitch! Outrageous, churlish, frankly unnecessary. 
uh, to have such things going on. Yeah, they raided last night, and uh, yeah, we saw Thunder Fury bindings drop. But you can't make it yet, can you, you dick? So I'm technically still okay. Uh, uh, technically, I'm still fine. <laughs> so I could be all smug about it in that way. Uh, that's that's my dream. I could be all smug about it in that way because they can't actually build the fucking thing yet. Uh, so that's all good. Well, then that is my son's birthday today. I am missing party one uh, to be with you here today, but it is the kids' party at a play center. Um, but tomorrow I will be taking part in the fatherly day where I'm taking him to Blackpool. He wants to go and play on shitty machines. That's what he wants to do. He's into gaming. He wants to play on shitty machines. So we're taking him to Blackpool. And for those of you outside the UK, trust me, it is the pinnacle of wonder and delights. Uh, is what it is. There is many, many machines of two pence in order to grab things. It's an arcade day, Sea Life Center, that kind of shit. Uh, that kind of shit. For a kid, it's wonderful. There's illuminations. They'll get to see members of Coronation Street up in big lights. It's a big dream. It really is a big dream. So I'll be taking part in that tomorrow. So I can't wait for that. That should be fun. Let's have some fun. I put up guilds versus assholes. Now, I'll be honest with you. I just read... <laughs> I read the loot rules of this one, which is in like the second paragraph, and that was enough for me. I was invested. I don't know how this story ends. I do pre-screen a lot of the drama stories to make sure either they don't get too weird uh, or illegal in some cases. Um, <laughs> but this time, I just read the loot rules. I was like, I'm so invested in this story. Uh, there's nothing better in my life than just completely abominable loot rules. Uh, I like it very much. <laughs> Am I excited for the World Cup? I mean, <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. Are England even in it? If England are in it, I'll probably be somewhat interested in the England games. I like the World Cup in principle. In principle, I like the World Cup. I like I like that the country comes together under something because we're not an exactly patriotic nation, the UK. We're not a particularly patriotic nation, but soccer... And the fo the kicking of the ball is something that we can generally get behind as a nation and have some fun with. Uh, so let's add DG, one of our new top tier patrons. Uh, welcome, sir. Uh, let's add you in. Um, let's have, as an egotistical paladin, we need a loot-whoring noob. Let's have Anna. Let's throw Anna in there. Uh, and a raid co-leader. Mm, let's have... Uh, I don't think we've had him for ages. Tomaz. Let's have Tomaz in. Let's have Tomaz in. Uh, let's have some fun with this. Okay, is it hot? It's roasting. I've got a brand new camera. The lighting is different. I can't... It's so annoying, guys. Like, it's really irritating when your lighting's wrong. So if I turn this light off, which is directly above my head, this happens. Are you guys okay with that for the next hour so I don't get all hot and bothered? Or would you rather throw me under the bus and not have to deal with that? Uh, I would put that to the chat, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I will get hot and sweaty... Uh, to be in part of your team. Get under that bus. Under the bus you go. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's what I figured. <coughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, we need a raid team. So if you guys can pick a name of a raid team, I would be much appreciative for our live audience. Uh, if you guys could do that, I'll take note of it as and when it happens. And it can't be the twat wombles. Thank you very much for being the first suggestion. Anyway. Hello, Preacher Man, and your wonderful ballers in the chat. After writing my last drama story detailing the failures of a guild, I've decided to talk about some of the proudest moments I got from the current guild that I raid with. 
Once the girl from my other story took a definite break from raiding due to 40-year-olds acting like children, I suffered the world of Warlords of Draenor LFR. As so many people do. The raid guild stops, which is happening all over the place right now uh, in BFA. Anybody's failed from the last week to this week? I know some of your guilds have failed from last week to this week. Um, where I decided I would do all the LFR wings. Just enough to get legendary items. Of course, we need those Legos. We need those Lego rings of Warlords of Draenor. Except for the Blackrock Foundry. I've only ever done each boss once. I decided to say, fuck this. Fuck this noise. I am in the cesspool. I am literally circling the drain, doing LFR over and over again for shit rewards, and it takes hours. I'm out. And I transferred to a new server and applied for a guild I'm currently in and looked up a raid team to fit my time. I found one, and upon writing my preach style, it has that in quotations, application, got approved. We have a 100% success rate on that, by the way. Uh, to join, who do we having? My guild died. Okay, we'll call it my guild died. That's, that's what I can see there. Upon doing my due diligence, I looked up their progression on logs and saw that they had just moved on to heroic and killed Gruel. So only once. Only once. So naturally, I assumed I would come in on a normal farm. I wasn't too worried. I wasn't too worried. Just normal farm. Well, fuck me. I got invited for my very first raid. I had everything ready, only to hear one of the three leaders ask, have you set it to heroic? (sighs) And Tomaz responded, of course. To which my sphincter clenched. Aww. It's nervous about heroic. Aww. It's fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. He's nervous about heroic. Aww. That's awesome. I have never felt so nervous about a raid like this before. The only thing comparable was Mogashun Vaults. And I have to say it was amazing. I was trying so hard. I focused on mechanics. I remembered that they only had the same amount of fingers as I had. Yes, good advice. Advice that was given to me when I moved up in the world. They only had the same amount of fingers as you. That night, I was ready to not get loot. I'm a trial after all. As I understood the loot system, we're doing progression tonight. But this can't be right. I got a neck and even some tear. That can't be right. No, no, no. The forum said that trials never get loot. That makes no sense. Why lie? Why lie to me in a drama story? Good God almighty. He got loot as a trial. Unbelievable. Absolute fucking nightmare. Personal loot. The loot system is like this. Right, are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready for the best goddamn loot system I've ever heard? It's so complicated. It's insane. All right, here we go. There are three ranks in the guild. Raider member trial all right so we have three ranks in the guild all makes sense so far raider member trial i'm not sure raider member what but whatever every eight hours of raiding you attend you gain a new rank so if you're a trial and you do eight hours of raiding you go to member if you do eight hours of raiding as a member you move up to raider that's the top rank okay The guild runs two four-hour raid days per week with an optional four-hour raid on a Sunday. So if you pick up the optional day, you get some more loot out of it. All right. The system in place is need over greed plus rank. 
okay now it gets more complicated than this so if a raider and a member need an item then no matter the number the raider gets it and drops to member rank for the week all right so you could get demoted for taking loot that's how they manage it <laughs> that's how you manage it yeah so you get to <laughs> so you get bumped all the way up to member but you got a piece of loot you're back to trial again Raid eight more hours, you back up to member, didn't get any loot, raid another eight hours, up to raider, got a piece of loot, back down to member, got two items that raid, back down to trial. You can't go any lower than trial, and of course, only officers can go higher than raider. Now, for tier items, it goes two-piece priority, then four-piece priority, then everything else, which is pretty standard. Now, that's a lot of shit to take into account, to get yourself a pair of boots that's what i think anyway missing a raid without warning no punishment flex coming in strong boys coming in coming in strongs however if you miss two of the mandatory raids in a week then you drop a rank okay so you can get busted down to private real snappy if you miss multiple but have good reason or prior warning, then there's no warning at all. All right. Do, do, I doubt very much. Good question in the chat. I doubt very, very much officers can be affected by this system at all. I doubt any system this complicated is to scam people. Okay. It's really that easy. If you come across a loot system that is overly complex, it's to fuck people over. There's no other reason. There's really no other reason. There's no other reason that you would ever come up with a system this complex to manage items unless you were trying to benefit out of it. Honestly, I loved this loot system, but I hate the fact we lost Master Looter. Understandable. This is the loot system we all agree on when we join. We all shake hands, okay? Our raid team was an average of 21 people a night, and back in Mr. Pandaria, it was a 25-man heroic team. Even some of our guildies were great then, with one example being a tank when he saw want to sell ahead of the Kurth Garrosh pass please and tell for price in trade by another guild would grab his warrior tank and dispriest friend and post want to sell ahead of the Kurth Garrosh for free just to fuck with the other guilds. The entire guild had held pound fist. <laughs> Do you remember Pound Man? <laughs> The entire guild had camped every spawn of Pound Fist for about two hours to get, as far as we know, 300 guildies the mount. <clears throat> this guild is probably my favorite guild. And the team within it, my guild died, was one of the strongest teams. And strange. When we were progressing in Blackrock Foundry, we had a strat for the Maidens, where we would all stand in one corner for the entire time to the point of being out of 90% of the bombs and just heal through all the damage. <laughs> Why move when you can stand still and get hit by a bomb? We did, however, miss Blackhand Heroic. It's genius. Why move when you can Why move when you can just stand and get blown up? It's pretty clever. We did, however, miss out on Blackhand Heroic by 5k HP because we spent three weeks doing nothing but Blackhand attempts. The most vocal of our three raid leaders was Thomas. The raid lead that dealt with attendance and loot, shockingly, while the other two dealt with recruit recruiting and payment. 
you might be wondering what payment is. If a BOE drops and no one needs it, then our healing leader will auction it the following week and then distribute that money to everyone who was present during the drop. An equal split of the gold. So that's like 20 gold each, right? Realistically, that's it's like 20 gold each. Bollocks. <laughs> it's so much effort. Oh my god. It's so much fucking effort. Fast forward then to Hellfire Citadel. And I must admit, I was a bit of a loot whore in the first weeks. I manipulated... No. I manipulated the loot system. Son of a bitch. How is it even possible with such a streamlined process? I manipulated the loot system by essentially DKP whoring. You see, the only real upgrade I could get from the bosses we had on farm was either Tear or the Gorfine Trinket. So one night, I decided to weigh my odds on boss drops. For the Trinket, I had three possible competitors who were of Raider rank. After the second boss, it became two. And after Deadeye, it became one. So, here we have, if you're not sure what he's doing, I'm sure many people can expect it. When you have a system that rewards you for not taking items, so you can get the really good one, people don't take items. They will pass massive upgrades for one particular thing. And if you're playing Classic and your girl's doing some sort of DKP bullshit, Trinket of Ephemeral Power... All that kind of dog shit. All this stuff that comes before, especially tier, which drops like every week. That'll take a bye-bye and you'll have people with like no tier just skipping over it over and over again. Just so they could make sure they get that wonderful item later down the line. Mm. And then you have your raid leadership forcing loot on people. Uh, which is what happened to my girl in Wrath of the Lich King. They started forcing items on people because they were clearly hoarding like a motherfucker. Gorfine fell. The trinket dropped along with the plate belt that had a socket in it. <sighs> the competition rolled need for both, why I only rolled need on the trinket. Thomas had done the loot in the order it was in the window, and I got that trinket. My competition asked if I needed the belt instead. <laughs> Wouldn't you mind taking the belt instead? But Thomas shot him down. He rolled need on the trinket, not the belt, so he doesn't need the belt. This trinket was the source of the first drama in my guild. Okay. Anna had joined the team two weeks after this event. Anna also wanted this trinket, even though it was a downgrade. He was very vocal about it. It had a higher item level than the trinkets he had. <sighs> Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. He had been with the team long enough to be of member rank. <laughs> And was getting loot pretty regularly because of BRF normal run we did. And our optional Sunday raid. Fucking nerd. Always turning up to all the raids. Nerd. Fucking nerd. This time we killed Gorfine and the trinket dropped. The only two that rolled were Anna and our warrior tank. Who reasoned that he needed it because crit gives me more parry and critical blocks. <laughs> it's better than a loot council, right? There's nothing better than you doing progress and the tanks are taking all the DPS loot. Good stuff. Good stuff. This resulted in Anna rolling a 56. <coughs> oh, so I imagine some of you might not have encountered this. But in free reign DKP systems, 
it is entirely okay, at least in my experience, some guilds will have different rules, it is entirely okay to take loot that's not for your role because you have more points. It's as simple as that. So you would often find what happened, and maybe this will come up to you in Classic, it was a big deal in Classic, is the tanks would be fed loot. Right? The tanks would be fed loot, and typically you have two tanks. So tank loot kind of just default goes to them for either the cheapest fucking price or by de facto, like a shield drops. And the other DPS warriors, for example, just don't want that shit. They're not interested. However, something big drops as for DPS and these tanks have all this DKP because they've not had to spend shit all for any of their loot and they've had it go straight to them, usually for free. Honestly, usually went for him to free. Uh, the biggest nightmare I ever heard happening with this was a tank who took the Warglaive uh, off all the DPS members in the Burning Crusade for that exact reason. Like, he had all the DKP in the world and was like, yeah, I just bit everything on the Warglaive. I could tank with it. I could, I could do whatever he wants with it. Uh, I raided with that guy on the PTR. He was like, I just took it off the DPSs because I wanted a legendary. And the guild gave it to him. There you go. So this resulted then, <clears throat> this resulted in Anna rolling a 56 and our Raider tank rolling a 45 and the tank taking the trinket. This caused Anna to lose her fucking mind. According to her, our co-leader in charge of recruiting who was gone for business told her that he was a Raider rank and he wanted to start, <laughs> she wanted to start backtracking her schedule to figure out if she had been missed on the upgrade, on the promotion demotion system in order to be a raider rank and since she got a higher role she should be rewarded with the trinket which was a downgrade but it had a higher item level okay (laughs) (laughs) okay thomas told him told her according to our attendance website you are not raider you are still member because you had to leave an hour early three weeks ago son of a bitch Son of a bitch. And therefore, you're only at seven hours of raiding. Big oof. Big oof on the loot rules. Gotcha. Got you, fam. And I haven't seen any changes in the spreadsheet. He then went on a rant. It is... Oh, she went on a rant. It's better for the team if I get it because it gives more DPS for the progress. Which was ignored as our actual good DK in the raid keyed up for the first time the entire night and said you're a noob that that trinket is a downgrade <laughs> you're a fucking noob shut the fuck up <laughs> shut the fuck up <clears throat> anna said she wanted to talk to all the leaders and have this sorted out because she had been lied to and she understands why we use this system to avoid people getting gear and just leaving as she was a raid leader and a guild master in classic she was 18 during this Hellfire Citadel run. She then left for a couple of months until we got to Heroic Manoroth. During the f- two months quit over this trinket. What trinket was it? Off Gorfine? Like, what the fuck even was it? Was it good? I can't remember. During the Fell Void Firebro boss kill, the Death Knight tear dropped. And due to the system, even though... <laughs> Even though Thomas was te- Thomas was technically at the trial rank, interesting enough, actually, officers do get to go to trial. I told you I didn't read the end of this. It was his four-piece. Mm. Mm. 
And so it was looted to him. Mmm. We didn't see Thomas after that night. <laughs> he took his four-piece foot off. And he became the big joke of our raid team. Telling people they weren't allowed four-piece anymore because they'll quit the guild. Fast forward to when we were giving heroic Archimond carries. And he saw our team advertising in guild chat. And whispered, Can I come back now? No. No, you can't. He whispered the other leads and they all put him on ignore. He then started whispering me and others in the raid. So I told him to fuck off and put him on ignore. And this was the time I started telling the officers, Hey, why have you not got your legendary rings yet? You guys are the raid leaders. You should come prepared to raids. That should be a demotion. It then says here, thanks for that idea, Preach, as I used that on her to this day about her Azerite level being not 65. <laughs> Fuck you. That's not my idea. I never told anybody to do that. Piss on you. I probably did tell people to do that. Now, you might be, th- <laughs> now, you might be thinking that this loot system is nothing but drama. I do. I do think that. I really do generally think that. Enter DG, the holy pally that returned to raiding from a break. After our second team had broken apart because Mythic Orgorja in BRF was just too hard. We brought him in for pre-Legion farm. In one night, he was given four-piece, Biss 2H from Tyrant, Class Trinket from Archimond. He was a bit loud now that he was in the Mythic team. And he was great. And he had talked to some Blizzard devs at BlizzCon. He also told us on his first raid night he had turned down a blowjob in order to attend the raid. In one raid night. In one raid night. Not bad. This guy is fucking... This guy has a Lamborghini in his garage. Unquestionably has a Lamborghini in his garage. Legion was different though. You see, DG was still our holy pal healer, but he was rather vocal about his own ideas of how to change the meta. I think he just learned the word meta. (laughs) I've learned a new word. Now I'm going to change it. He would constantly talk about suggestions. Ideas to improve the raid. Really ingenious stuff, like how we needed to up our item level requirements. Up our item level of our raid for normal Emerald Nightmare. We should increase it from 30 levels under the drop to 10 levels under the drop. This would improve success... It's true, though. He's not wrong. If you get more gear, bosses die faster. It's a good It's a good start, actually. He's on his way. He would also talk about how our DPS was slacking and that we should be checking more logs. We needed to avoid damage more. This is fucking... This is big. This is big. And that we were wiping because people were taking too much damage. I like this guy. I like him. Yeah, I tell you what, DG, you can join my guild anytime. Our tanks needed to not outrange him during the dragons. We needed to stack better on Ursok. We need to kill the ads on Ilganoth faster. I I hope you guys are writing this down because this is huge. This is a big one, actually. I've not... (laughs) Alright, big play of the day. Tanks get better at Cenarius. (laughs) Magnificent. Okay. <laughs> Interestingly enough, mo- 
most of the mechanic fuck-ups that caused the wipes were him, and we lost the healer. And we got quite a few heroic progression kills when he was gone, and I was healing on my crappy Mistweaver. When Karu launched, a bunch of us decided to form dungeon groups, and I got stuck with DG as our assigned healer. We never even killed Morose. That's really sad. You never even killed Morose. Bummer. <laughs> That's a fucking bummer, dude. During Trial of, Bar- <laughs> Trial of Valor, Heroic Odin, we finally got to experience DG's true rage. You see, we had gotten to the point during every pull where our paladin tank would die during the ads. Heroic Odin ads. What ads? Is there ads on that fight? That's where you stand in the colours, right? Does he mean Hersia? How do you die to those? Yeah, is he dying to them? I can't remember the other guys. Yeah, first phase? Okay, let's see where this goes. This is kind of the joy of me not knowing what the story is before we read it on the show, because I don't know where this goes. Okay, we had gotten to a point during every pull where our pally tank would die during the ad. So this is phase one. To be fair, if I'm right, it wasn't Mythic then, and Heroic Odin was a complete fucking nightmare. Am I right? Did we have Mythic then? I can't remember. I decided to suggest maybe we should assign a healer to the tank. That's big, actually. That is big. We had Mythic? Oh, so it's only Heroic. Okay. Okay, we're going to assign a healer to the tank. This is a big brain maneuver. (laughs) This is a big play. (laughs) All right, we're good. All right, this might fix it. We're going to assign a healer to the tank. Maybe we should assign a healer to the tank so he doesn't die. DG did not agree with this at all as a strategy. No, 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 no. He decided, if I focus on keeping the tank alive, then all of the DPS will die because the other healers can't keep up with my healing. He might be right. I don't know. Thomas, who is back by now, told him, we have three other healers and there's not really any damage going out of the DPS. So we should try it since it keeps happening. What is happening in this raid? There are four healers. The, rain, the DPS aren't taking damage and no one's healing the tank. What are we doing? <laughs> What's happening here? I'm so baffled by how this can happen. <clears throat> well, how dare our raid leader suggest that DG, our raider, who has mythic raid experience, use his tank healing class to heal the tank. We visibly, we audibly heard DG smash his desk. It is not a healer problem. It's a tank problem. It sounds like a healer problem. I am tired of being treated like a doormat. Can you heal the tank, please? (laughs) Wow. Like a fucking dog expecting a paladin to heal the tank. Why don't you just shit on me at Christmas? Why don't you come into my house and steal my fucking presents? Huh? Why don't I just give me your bank details and I'll send all my hard-earned cash to you? Eh? Would that be okay? Was that all right? Jesus fucking Christ. Even our super quiet tank was surprised by this. And he finally keyed up and said, Who's treating you like a doormat? I agree. Who is treating you like a doormat? He decided to play his victim card. Opened the wallet. Slammed it on the desk. 
Everybody! Everybody has been treating me like a doormat since the Emerald Nightmare. I'm tired of it. If this is how it's going to be, then I am out. The next time somebody asks me to heal somebody, I am not going to do it. He left the group, logged out of the game, and Discord. Thomas then asked me if I could go healer. And I said, yeah, already done. <laughs> to nobody's surprise, we got past the choke point and we killed it. <laughs> Can you heal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, <don't... laughs> I got contacted by one of the leaders <clears throat> that was gone for that night. And he asked what happened, so I told him. Uh, we were wiping because the tank was dying, so I suggested we assign a healer to the tank. Uh, and DG freaked out, saying he shouldn't have been treated like a doormat and left. The response was simple. Well, DG told me it was because one of the DPS made a snide remark. But he wouldn't tell me what he said. The old something happened. Not telling you though, mate, but it definitely happened. Definitely happened that made me rage quit. Tell you what happened, mate. Some guy said something this one time and then did that thing. Can't tell you what it is though, mate. Just believe me. Just believe that it happened. Why don't you believe me? Well, I'm a liar now. I'm a liar now. No, I'm not giving examples. He came back at the beginning of Nighthold. Oh, DG returns. Fucking DG's back. They let him in. He came back at the beginning of Nighthold. But he was more cheery. He tried to be friendly with the raiders that he had pissed off. It didn't work. Why is this guy back in the guild? <laughs> now, it's important to point out that during the following weeks, a few of us were running Karazam because gear was a neat thing and DG was not one of us. He would talk about how more of us need to get gear to make farm go faster. Top shelf thinking again from DG. He comes flying back in like he's never been gone. Big ideas, more gear, faster play. During this time, I was our raid healer. I was in our raid's healer channel because I would heal sometimes. In this channel, DG was starting to shit talk every one of the DPS. Every time he had to heal them, he would claim that the DPS were fucking stupid, unable to dodge shit, and to the tanks who didn't know how to use cooldowns, and either the other healers would get crap from him. I hated DG. I really fucking hated DG. He decided... To start poaching our healers. <laughs> the ones he's been slagging off. <laughs> I, I like his boldness, honestly. Right? The ego is so big that he's just like, yeah, man, I'm so fucking good. I'm telling everybody else how shit they are. Now I'm going to start a new mythic team. He tried poaching our healers for, and this is in quotation marks, a mythic team my friend is putting together. He didn't notice I was in this channel until our druid healer pointed it out during Heroic Bridge Bro. <laughs> now, you would think that DG, the god amongst men, has no faults. You may also remember how during Nighthold, raid materials were pretty cheap. Where are we going with this? Interesting. I was off for a raid night for my three-month anniversary. There was essentially a bunch of sex and watching Netflix. You actually did Netflix and chill. I thought that was a meme. Once I opened my Discord, I found out... I found what could only be described as the remnants of a thunderstorm. The likes of which has only been seen by Helen Hunt in Twister. All right. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I need to do voices. What kind of voices DG have? It's got to be confident and egotistical. And then we'll do Thomas's voice and make that work. Okay. Thomas, mate. 
I ain't even using flasks on farm, bro. Ain't even using them. But we want everybody to do everything they can to speed things up. Mate, flasks and food fucking cost money, mate. I ain't using that. Flasks are pretty cheap. Just give me the mats and I can make them for you. We even provide feasts. Only DPS need flasks, TBH, mate, TBH. Because we have people that don't know how to play. If they would just play proper, we wouldn't even need consumables. A tank. DPS aren't the reason we keep dying to transition phases. Well, you need to learn how to tank better anyway, mate. I have checked and you is not tanking as good. So, fuck you, man. He left the raid team and took zero healers with him to his brand new mythic team that never raided once. <laughs> the power play. <laughs> the fucking power play. <laughs> fuck this, I'm out, mate. Fuck this. Got a well better place to go to. <laughs> I like how matter of fact this is. He left the raid team and took zero healers with him. So his mythic raid team never worked. <laughs> In BFA, I saw him twice. <laughs> One was... Uh... Hang on, this is it's formatted weird. It's weird. He saw a conversation. I think our guy saw a conversation. So a guildy, a guildy of his says, "Buan uh, Sandy keeps talking trash when I die. Well, stop dying then," is what our author said. And then DG went, "Uh," I said, "What?" DG says, "Well, I thought we should be more mature. This is a guild, not fucking trade chat. So he must have let him back in the guild. You guys let him back in the guild in BFA." The fuck is wrong with you people? You let this guy back in twice? Oh my god. Ugh. The author responded, Well, if it was trade chat, I would be passive-aggressive about your holier-than-thou attitude about a joke. The second time I had a conversation with him was when I was talking to a guildie about the boss in Shrine not being that hard. In that conversation, I said, Honestly, if people can interrupt and the tank can kite, you're good to go. The guildy said, well, I've heard it's a bit overtuned. DG, it is overtuned unless you've got a group of like three thirties or some fucking well sick players. Well, what item level should I have for Shrine Mythic? Like 325, 335, 340, something like that. So which I said, I just pugged it with some three tens. It's really not that big of a deal. Ah, mate, you must have been fucking carried in there, mate. You as well carried because you is shit. Uh, no, we even had melee. I'm a windwalker. Honestly, if anyone needs 330 for mythic dungeons, they're the same guys that'll require 355 for normal old deer, probably. And I've looked him up since then. And I'm sorry to tell you, and I'm sorry to tell your chat, DG appears to have quit the game not long after that conversation. That is the end of my little tale. DG, if you're listening, man, you had some big thoughts, honestly. You could have been an absolute hero to that guild. They should have been paying more attention to you. I mean, it comes across as egotistical, but I'm going to put that down to the author's spin. I think you were genuinely trying to help. I do. I really do think you were genuinely trying to help, and they were not receptive to your suggestions, which is... It's sad, honestly. It's sad. It really is. A big loss. Yeah, the raiding community misses you, DG. I would like to see you back. Right. Time to throw myself under the bus again in relation to BlizzCon. I'm the raiding, the raider's girlfriend. (laughs) Ah, son of a bitch. Okay, so to put into context as to how this relates to me and BlizzCon is every time I go to events like this, I am constantly harangued by successful husband wife guild leaders 
because of this show. Now, <clears throat> first of all, you're lying. It's just a friend of yours that you brought with you. And second of all, I'm never going to be convinced. So, you can hassle me all you want when you see me at BlizzCon. You can come up to me and you can be like, we're a husband-wife guild. I'll be polite, right? Like, nice to meet you and all that. But in my mind, I'm thinking you're, you're upsetting all those players. I just want you to know that as just fact, all right? That's just truth. That is straight truth. Okay. I'm just telling you. Yeah, a mom and pop guild. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, we just need a boyfriend, but barely mentioned. So we're going to throw THD in there. First relationship. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> okay. <sighs> the raiding girlfriend. What do we mean by the raiding girlfriend? We mean the girl... The girl who suddenly started playing WoW because her boyfriend has convinced her that it's a really good idea to stop her hassling him, basically. <laughs> if we play together, you want to spend more time with me, then we should just play WoW together, right? That's the solution. Something we don't often recommend on the channel, as often it leads to nightmares, or in fact, the worst possible nightmare, which is what we're about to discover here. Let's go. Hello, Michael and the good people in the chat. Ahoy. I listened to a dr Friday drama story about boyfriend convincing girlfriend to play World of Warcraft. And the recommendation from you in the end was to not do it. <laughs> I stand by my words. <laughs> it made me want to share my story of the same topic. This time, though, the perspective is different because I am the girlfriend. All right. All right, are you ready, boys? <clears throat> it started way, way back. Me and my boyfriend, THD, had recently moved in together. He had brought up the topic of computer gams a couple of times, but I didn't give a fuck. I explained to him that I don't like fighting and killing things in games. But, oh, that THD was persistent. He said that there was this game, the game of games, and that it was amazing. It was like a real world. I don't think so. <laughs> you could do whatever you wanted in it. There were professions and whatnot. And if I chose to, I could walk around all day and just do skinning and crafting bags for people. And I could level without having to kill a thing. You lying motherfucker, THD. <laughs> I like that she seems like she's okay with skinning dead creatures, but actually killing them and doing the crime, that's not on. Tearing their skin off afterwards, that's fine. That's okay. <clears throat> but actually killing them, that's, that's a negative. I yielded. I yielded to this solid argument. He bought me a copy of WoW. On the character creation, any guesses? On the character creation screen, I had more things to learn about the game. At first, I wanted to create an alliance character since they looked more pretty. THD explained that we really should play Horde, since the alliance <laughs> had only boring quests about saving kittens from trees and such. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten reasoning. No, no, if you choose Alliance, you're true. Big true. <laughs> Big true, all right? We got some truers in the chat. Sounded reasonable to me. I didn't want to play boring game, so I made myself a troll priest. 
been there, done that. THD made a rogue. Oh, Rouge. We are playing Classic again. A Rouge. And off we went. It turned out, you know, there was a lot more killing mobs and less crafting than promised. Unbelievable. But actually, I didn't mind. I found myself quite enjoying the game. We played on. And eventually we capped. We even found ourselves a nice friendly guild along the way. It was quite a small guild. They weren't raiding at the time. But we were running dungeons with them having a grand old time. Eventually the GM started recruiting people for what he was making a core raid team. Me and THD entered a raid for the first time. We wiped, we wiped half the night on the first boss before we killed it. And kept on wiping on the second boss. No, I don't know what time setting this is. This was not looking to be a smooth experience. We tried to schedule more raids as the solution. But there were rarely enough people online. So most of our raids were cancelled. Out of the blue one day I was whispered by the GM of a guild called Limit. One of the high-end raiding guilds on the server. He asked if I could have a chat with him on comms. Curious, I joined. He was there with along, along with a couple of his officers. Hello, I said. Mate, you're a girl! Girl! He said. And this is another thing I've learned, Preacher, about this game of World of Warcraft. This is the standard greeting when you are talking with a woman in WoW. Even I do it now. <laughs> No, it's not. What the fuck? Where? Where is that the standard greeting? Is this a normal mode guild or what? The fuck, man? <laughs> Where is that the standard greeting? <laughs> oh my fucking god. Picks! Picks! We've got a picture thing on Discord, mate, where all the guildies share pictures, share pictures. They better be a fucking Photoshop quality. You got any Instagram filters on your pictures? Why is your wall all bent behind you? Thin waist, though. Like it. Like it, mate. Make sure you post pics. <laughs> I don't know where I went with that. <laughs> he proceeded to present me with an opportunity. Their guild still had a few members that needed drops from low-end raids. Interesting. But most of their guild couldn't be asked to do that content anymore. So they wanted us to make up the numbers. Oh, this is like when those top end guilds like Limit uh, needed all that residium. So they basically took everybody from like Twitch and had them raid for them and trade everything. Method did it too. This is like that. That's like this. We're going to get scrubs to run us through the content. It's a good play. It's 10 out of 10 maneuvers. I like it. He said it was like a guild merge without the guild merge. <laughs> I'm sold. It sounded great. What we should have suspected all the time, but we were too noob to realize, is that they were also looking to poach. Anyway, I wanted them purples. I wanted them shiny items. So we'd probably have gone, even if we knew what we were getting into. We did our first boost run, and the raid collaboration worked well. Loot started to slowly trickle down into our crew. <laughs> uh, their GM raid leader was from Sheffield. And I am a sucker for that accent. Okay. 
just listening to it was enough reason to raid with them. Yeah, that just got like a yeah, <laughs> like everybody's like, <laughs> I'm not even sure people from Sheffield like that. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, can you imagine? Can you imagine just wanting to listen to fake story to a Sheffield accent. Good God, Google it if you're not sure. <clears throat> About a week later, I was whispered by him again. Their guild would be doing their main high-end raid the next day. They were a healer short for one of the bosses. He asked if I could step in. Sure, I said. This sounded fun. I haven't mentioned this so far, but this was all the way back in vanilla World of Warcraft. My only raid experience was a few wipes on one boost through Molten Core. The boss I was being summoned for today in my all-blue dungeon gear was Grand Widow Fairlina in Naxxramas. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, but I tell you now, lads, and I don't want you to take it the wrong way. I don't want it to come across this way because we're proving everything wrong here. Girls get no special privilege. All right? I just wanted to make that absolutely clear. It is very normal for Naxxramas progressing guilds to take a blue-geared priest and be unable to find literally anything else. There is absolutely nothing else to it whatsoever. This is perfectly normal. It's all good, man. My expectation was to be just one healer amongst many. Hiding in the numbers. But oh, I was wrong. I was going to tank. Now, I do know. Hold on. Uh, good lady here has sent me two emails because I think she gets the boss wrong. Let me just double check. Uh, I'm the raiding girlfriend. I got my facts wrong. Priests don't talk Fairlina with ads. They trank Soothe when she enrages. I mixed it up with Resuvius. It was a long time ago. Sorry, I hope the story works anyway. Okay, so I can get that out of there. Uh, she got the boss wrong. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. <sighs> if you don't know the fight, Fairlina one-shots all normal tanks. So priests need to soothe and use them. Needless to say, I quickly progressed from confused through bewildered to full-blown panic that I had such an important role. But she died. Fairlina hit the floor. After the adrenaline rush subsided, I stopped shaking and realized this was about the most fun you could have with your clothes on. Where's THD, though? I expected this to be a one-time event. I had a hard time seeing how much use I could possibly be to them. So much to my surprise, they asked me to come back again next week. This time, I had homework to do. A long list of items I needed to farm. Everything from flask pots, food, to fellwood tubers. We were going for progression on Cthune. Oh, they haven't killed Cthune yet. They're doing Nax before Cthune. Classic. THD said he was happy for me. But his face told a different story. I got the feeling he was actually quite jealous. And with all right, I point out. I was actually, looking back on it, a bit of a pain in the ass. I would constantly tell THD how cool it was that I was raiding Naxxramas. <laughs> Pepe hands indeed. <laughs> I felt a little bad about it, but not enough to not keep doing it. <laughs> oh my god. It wasn't like I was going to abandon him or anything. I was just going to play a little bit with these nice people while the opportunity was there. Don't worry, she'll come back to you. We didn't kill Cthune that day, but they were apparently very, very happy with my performance. 
The next day, I got an offer to join the guild full-time. Oh, shit, though. What do I do? I did have a couple of purples by now, but was still mostly in blues. I was so far behind them on gear and experience that it was a joke, honestly, that I was being invited. You're correct. It is a joke. (laughs) It is actually a joke. But this was classic. I was a holy priest. They needed me. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. There was literally no other holy priest in the entire server. None. Weird, right? I told them no. I told them no. I would only join if my boyfriend THD could join the raiding team too. This caused some headaches. (laughs) This caused some headaches. They wanted a priest. They didn't need a shit-geared rogue. They had loads of rogues. (laughs) They compromised. A compromise. A bargain shall be struck, ladies and gentlemen. A shake of the hands. We'll get it there. They said, if he geared up on the Molten Core runs that their guild did every now and again, they would reevaluate reevaluate his DPS in the future. How political. <clears throat> I said that sounds reasonable. And that I would join them when that happened. Oh, so she didn't join. Oh, plot twist. She didn't join until that would happen. I take it all back. She didn't join the guild. She just stayed raiding with them full time, but not in the guild. (laughs) So technically she hasn't joined the guild. (laughs) I kept joining them as a pug for Nax Ramos and AQ40 progression. (laughs) They fully boosted me through Blackwing Lair to get a full... Not not you, though, THD. Oh, look. They boosted her through Blackwing Lair, got her full transcendency set for the hot set bonus. We killed Maxina and Cthune soon after. On the kill screenshots, I was the only one that brandished a different guild name above my head. I wasn't sure how long I could keep blackmailing limit about my membership. But finally, THD got some weapon drops. And he was allowed to raid with them. Getting there. It was weird, but nice. Seeing the guild chat with familiar people. After having raided with them for so long. I felt really at home in Limit. THD didn't like it. He was benched every raid. His pride was hurt beyond repair. Having been dragged in based on my merits. <laughs> he says here in brackets. Of my class choice to be fair. Yeah. We all believe you. <laughs> he broke up with me not long after. <laughs> he just peaced out. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh. We're terrible people. You're all terrible people. You're all bad. (laughs) Uh, It was over a fight about whose turn it was to do the dishes that sent him over the edge. You should do the dishes. She's busy raiding. 
Nax Ramis. What are you raiding? The bench? <laughs> okay. Do the dishes. Go on. Hop off. Oh, well. Some things don't work out. The guild was slowly progressing <laughs> through Nax Ramis. And I was slowly progressing through university. But one day I noticed one of my classmates, Max, wearing a t-shirt saying more dots on the front, stop dots on the back, with a wide chest. Glad to have found a fellow WoW player, I got to talking to him. It turned out we were both playing Holy Priests, so we naturally continued to compare gear on the armory. His guild was up to Kalthazad while we were wiping on Lowertheb. Max spent the first hour of our meeting telling me how much better his gear was than mine. Now that's a real wow player who's progressing Kalthazadic classic. <laughs> so this girl walks up to me, right? Plays wow. Yeah, I think she wants to get some of this sweet D. Turns out though, she's fucking noob, mate. Only on lower theb. Piece of shit. So I told her, I told her how shit she was for an hour. That's how I did it. Yeah, I was alpha in her. I was really alpha in her. It's the best way. <laughs> My first impression of Max that he was a bit of an ass. Years later, though, I found out he was secretly jelly of me having the chandelier staff from Thaddeus, which was the only one piece of gear I had that was better than his. <laughs> you triggered him with your staff from Max. <laughs> It's a genuine Naxxramas progressing classic player. There's no more evidence I need. There is really no more evidence I need that that is genuine. Despite this false start, we became friends, started dating, and moved in together. But you shouldn't move too fast for these things. Raiding together was not going to happen for quite some time yet. We're on different realms, and we stayed with our guilds throughout all of the Burning Crusade. Max was in a world 21st kill as a shadow priest at one point. And I, I, I can honestly say that I, I was really jealous of him and we didn't talk properly for two weeks. What the fuck? All in all, though, things were good. Are you sure? Are you sure things are good? Are you sure? In Wrath of the Lich King, though, we transferred to the same realm and started raiding together. He was tanking now. I was still a healer. And in the midst of Pandaria, we got our first kid. We took turns in raiding one-handed, holding the baby with the other arm. We got our second kid in Walls of Draenor and tried to stick to social guilds, where it was okay to suddenly AFK to check on a crying child. We still play today, and our son has a hunter level 18. I'm very proud. I know this isn't on par with the gory drama stories. We don't do gore that normally go on the channel, but I wanted to share it anyway. If you have a non-insane girlfriend or boyfriend, it's not that bad to invite them to the game. You broke up with your boyfriend because of the game. This is the worst example of this story situation ever. Ever. Literally ever. He left because of your raid progress. It's so bad. Like, what are you talking about? It's so... He invited you to the game and it caused the breakup as far as I can see it. Right? Poor THD there was like, Oh, you should come and play WoW. We'll play together and have fun. And he left. He left. It's not a bad idea. Thanks, Mike, for reading the story. I love your accent. I'm not from Sheffield. Don't ever say that. Just telling you, not from Sheffield. I give my love to the chat. 
Will do. We'll give our love to the chat. Ladies and gentlemen, that was great fun. And that does bring us to the end of Drama Time for this week. What accent? I think I have a pretty non, non-clear non accent. It's English. That's about as far as we can get. She left him, though. I'm just saying. She was the normal, though. I don't know, Anna. I don't know. It's North. It's a Northern accent. I'll take it. It's North. I don't sound like Sean Bean. I don't sound like Sean Bean. Not in any way. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great weekend. Uh, it is my son's birthday, so I will be out and about at Blackpool tomorrow. So if any of you live in Blackpool and you see me, say hi. Say hi, unless I'm doing something other than that. King in the North, mate. King. I can't even do a Northern accent. I can't do it. Have a wonderful weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I will see you again on Monday. Hopefully, we'll be near capped uh on classic and we can get back on with our normal schedule that would be really nice wouldn't it we're probably going to play something else next week as well so be good i'll see you then bye bye everybody